Where are you going? I'm going to pick a fight. Podcasting from the Pacific Northwest, the caffeine and Sasquatch capital of the world, and home to the world's biggest Highland Games fans. This is Fork Talk. Will you fight? A podcast about all things Highland Games heavy events, competitive throwing, and the greatest sporting event ever invented on God's green earth, Sheep. And now, here are your hosts, Big Daddy and Hoss. But they'll never take our freedom! Sleeping, my big daddy. It's the day after Valentine's Day. I'm shocked. In they do play our song on this radio. Surrender. I could stay lost in your moments forever. Help me. Help me. With you is a moment I treasure. Ooh. I don't want to close my eyes. I don't either. <laughs> I don't want to fall asleep because I miss you, Big Daddy. And I don't want to miss a thing. Oh, you won't. <laughs> Let me just put it this way. The next time we travel, I will not be closing my eyes either when I go to sleep at night. <laughs> Happy Fork Talk. Happy V-Day. V-D Day. <laughs> what? Yeah, Valentine's Day. It is. Mm-hmm. Episode 16, welcome to Fork Talk, everyone. Yeah, as I like to say in Mexico, episode 16 16 You're good at that. Thanks, yeah, I'm a bilingualist. <laughs> yeah, you are. <laughs> I'm, Connie, I'm Connie Lingual. Uh, I am your co-host, Haas, and you are the other guy, Big... Daddy. The Big Daddy. Welcome to episode 16. Yes, indeedy. The Double Ocho. The Double Ocho. Huh? Hey, huh? very nice. Ocho plus Ocho equals 16. I didn't know you could uh, add that well. This is good, brother. Thanks. Thanks for making me look stupid. We, we have got an amazing show. First oh. of all, it's going to be good. Yes, we do. It's going to be good. Uh, we have uh, a full staff here, pretty much. We've got producer a candy a Sprinkles. Hello, folks. Very nice. Devil Ange. Hi, everybody. That was a good Devil Ange. That is Devil Ange. She's on her way. She's working. Yeah, she had to work because she has to make some moolah. She brings home the bacon, fries it up in a pan. So she's coming home. Uh, intern Slim Jim in Hazy. What's up? In the hizzy. What up? Our chief scientific officer, Dr. Ken Beck. Hi, this is Dr. Ken Beck. <laughs> Dr. Kenneth Noisewater Beck. That was good. Let me tell you a little something about molecules. <laughs> that does sound like one of the Muppets. I think. That's Dr. Kenneth Beck. Official cartoonist Matt Thompson of Vargas Islander. Yes, indeed. Our roving reporter, the international man of mystery. Miles Wetzel. 
Ooh, I love the way you said that. So does he. And uh, our official historian, Roger Saunders. Yes, indeed. And our number one fan, Audrey Rose Walker. Yay, yeah. Audrey Rose. New member of our staff. And as you'll notice, Big Daddy, I did not say one of our official staff. Yeah, I missed that. You know why? Yeah. Because look who's in studio. Indeed he is. The security. The one and only. The one and only Rhino. Rhino. Not patrolling the fence line in Canada. No, patrolling Fork Talk Studios. Yes, I feel safe. This is the safest I've ever felt in our studio. Really? Yeah. All right. Because he's right there, sitting there staring at me. Dumber, good day to you, sir. Good afternoon. The perimeter is secure. Oh, man. Uh, Isn't that wonderful? The border's in a lot of trouble, but the perimeter's good here at Fork Talk Studio. Fantastic. Fantastic. And also, special guest in studio today, Thunder Ray (laughs) Shahavitz. Thunder, thunder, thunder. Hello, all. Fantastic. That was boring. Say something else. (laughs) (laughs) So, Thunder Ray. Go ahead and move the microphone closer to your face. Is that good? Yeah, it's great. Tell, tell us a little bit about, uh, you know, your nickname, Thunder. How uh-huh. did you, you get that? Very good. I do believe you gave that to me. I believe you're right, sir. <laughs> <laughs> nice setup question. Thank you very much. Jay, uh, Big Daddy, who creates all um, names, nicknames. I have much. actually given most of, of the them. show their nicknames, have I not? That's because you just... Say you know I need a I need a uh, friend named Hoss. Yep. So you gave me the name. Boom. Yeah. Yep. I've never had a friend named Hoss before. And you know if you've ever met Brett Lathrop, Brett, Lathrop, Brett Lathrop, he's a Hoss. Mm-hmm. He's six foot three, two hundred thousand pounds, and <laughs> dense bones. Dense bones. <laughs> he's big boned. <laughs> yes. Well, welcome you two. We will have more with. Got these an gentlemen. ass like a forty dollar horse. I'm not sure if that's a good thing. That is a good thing. It's, it's, it's a big, big rump. Uh, oh, okay. A power rump. Yes, that's true. It's your power It's where your sheaf comes from. <laughs> it is, yes. Like power yes, of yes. the rump. Um, hey, quiet back there, intern Slim Jim. I heard that all the way over here. Dang it. Remember. We're in studio. Um, we will have more with these young men as we get into the program. So welcome to Fork Talk, big uh, guys. <laughs> Thanks. Mm-hmm. I was going to call him something else. Uh, the website is www.fork-talk.com, and we are on Facebook, Fork Talk with Big Daddy and Hoss. And Big Daddy, we got a new sponsor. You know, uh, yeah, we do, don't we? We do. We had, uh, you know, of course, we got Mattress Ranch, which is our our. our Big time sponsor, and yep. now uh, we've secured another high paying sponsor. <laughs> That's just right. They help us put on games. Um, our new sponsor is Clevenger Sheaves. Setting a level of excellence in anything you do is a worthy accomplishment. Absolutely. Transforming the battered burlap billow bag sheaf of old into a work of art, that is the trademark of a Clevenger bag. <laughs> wow. Distinctive in look and performance, Clevenger sheaves are hand-built to exacting specifications for consistency, long life, and PR flying joy. Wow. Yes? They are, actually. 20 pounds, 16-pound, and 10-pound bag options. Big Daddy, he's up to over 500 bags sold. That's crazy, because it seems like just not too long ago, we were auctioning off the 400th bag. I know. You know? It's amazing. And uh, he's got 85 forks sold as well because he does 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 sell three-time forks. I actually have one. 
Uh, Clevenger is also sponsoring our favorite Duncan McCallum this year as his pro athlete. Nice. As uh, Duncan goes after his pro debut this year. That's very good. You can contact him via Facebook, Clevenger Sheaves, if you just search on that and you will find him. Tell them Fork, Te- Fork Talk sent you when you buy your sheaf. Yep. Yeah. And you know, uh, our sponsors aren't just sponsors because, you know, they're, oh, we're going to give them money or, you know, this and that and the other thing. Our sponsors are tried and tested and true. We really, our sponsors aren't just people. They're, they're people that we know and we like, and they have a quality product. Every sheaf that we own personally and games that we, you know, the games that we go to are Clevenger sheaves. Yep. They're good sheaves. They, they hold up for, for a long time, and they're, they're uh, well-made. Absolutely. Absolutely. And not to mention Clevenger is just a good dude. Excellent. We um, we have a great show, Big Taddy. Yeah, We've we got do. pop culture and current events coming up. Um, it's Olympic season, so Olympic events that should be replaced with the Highland Games, that bit is back. That's one of my favorite bits that I yes. came up with. We've got uh, our interview with our in-studio guests. Yep. Yes. Which a, n- a new studio guest just walked in because oh, yeah. I think, am I hearing Max yeah. Sattler. Speak of the devil, and the devil appears. Speak of the devil. Max has just arrived in studio. Welcome, brother. Welcome, Thank welcome. Thank you. It's a pleasure to be here. All right. It's a pleasure to have you here. Fantastic. You know and I mean. um, so we're going to do the, the interview with our guests there, Big Daddy, and then we've got historical figure. Historical figure. You know, yes. they're still talking about the day Abraham Lincoln bit. They are. Yep. They are. I heard it just the other day. Actually, I was traveling this week, Yeah. and I was in North Carolina. They don't like Abraham Lincoln very much there. In Raleigh. Yeah, they're, they're not big fans of Well, Abraham they had this Lincoln. big snowstorm that came through and ice, and they don't get that kind of weather very often, so they were all over the roads and stuff. And mm-hmm. I went in, and I was uh, at a gas station, and I went in to get a pop inside after filling up, mm-hmm. and um, someone recognized me in there. Really? And they said, you know, we don't like Abraham Lincoln much down here. <laughs> But we like that bit. <laughs> it's true. Absolutely true. Anywhere south of the uh, Mason-Dixon line, they're not big fans for some reason. Yes, yes. Um, let's do some shouts, Big Daddy. Yeah, why don't we? Uh, let's start out with our best number one fan in the entire universe. And and what what is that? I don't know. You're sp- okay, okay. First of all, you're sp- you're supposed to do the we stand on the shoulders of giants. Oh, right, mm-hmm. I'm off the show sheet. Yeah. I guess that's why I wasn't allowed to read our new sponsor. Yes, correct. So, um, <laughs> uh, I think Bobo, the circus boy, who's been writing this script, is actually having a real problem here because I don't even know where I'm at. So it's right after Brett says, "Great show for you," and then Jay says, "We must." Uh, have some shouts. Oh, we stand on the shoulders of giants. There we are. Okay. There we are. So, uh, anyway, special web and Facebook shouts. Uh, new likes on Facebook. New likes. How many are we up to now? Up to 606. Wow. That's fantastic, yeah? <laughs> Round of applause. Not too loud. You um, ruined the microphone. I would very much like... You know what I... Here's what I thought when I saw that the other day, Big Daddy. Yeah. I'm now not satisfied with... I mean, I'm really excited, but now I have a new goal. I want a 1,000. You want a thousand. I want a thousand likes. Hmm. That is bad arse. I don't think it's possible. What? Oh, I think it is. I don't. 
Really? Look how long it took us to get to 606. No. This we, is our 16th episode. We can get to 1,000. All right. We can. I, don't I know we it. can. In I fact, know. I, if I, we, I'll bet money that we can't. I. What? Yes. Well, you, why would you bet against us? Because if I bet money against us, it'll be just like the Seahawks. They'll win. <laughs> okay, I'll take that bet. <laughs> I'll take that bet, brother. Um, yeah, I think we can get to 1,000. Um, big thanks to our recent likes, uh, Jason... Corny. Let me read these because you know what? You always mess up the names. Okay. Go. Mark Markley. Mark Markley. How can you mess that name up, eh? Yep. Uh, Mr. Eat, Lift, Throw. He must be from Shanghai. <laughs> My name is Eat, Lift, Throw. I throw a long way. Eat lots of chicken. Okay. Yes. <laughs> uh, Mr. Chris Scott. Yes. Big Jim Walker. Yeah, I was surprised to see that Jim just recently liked us. After, I am too. After the fact that he's been... Uh, very involved. I think for a he while. unliked us and then reliked us just so he could have his name on the list. That's oh, a good point. Could be. Could be. Thanks. David Nelson. David Nelson. Joseph Biggs Hauser. Hauser. Or maybe Joseph has a big Hauser. Is that what I don't know. Hauser. Johnny Tombstone. That's a bullshit name. <laughs> okay, first of all, if it were a real name and your name was <laughs> Johnny Tombstone. <laughs> That would be awesome. It would be. Yeah. You know, we had a we had a guy when I was in the in the service, and he was a he was a corpsman. You know, when you're corpsman, they call you Doc. Mm-hmm. So his name was uh, Deathridge. So he was Doc Deathridge. Doc Deathridge. Yeah. My old chiropractor was named Doctor Deathridge. Really? Yep. Wow. I wonder if they're related. I doubt it. <laughs> uh, Kyle Glenn. Yes. I'm sorry, that's Kyle Glenn Henderson. Yes, Kyle Glenn Henderson. Special thanks to pages that like us, uh, the Kilted Athletics page. The yeah, Tucson. so if you own a page in Facebook, you can like another you know group or page. Right. Yeah, if your page likes our page, uh, yeah. we'll, we'll have lunch. We, it's right. Tucson Celtic Hammerheads. Yeah. And Neo Kilt. Neo Kilt. I thought that was really nice that we had three. I think they're a local pages. area company, aren't they? Out of yeah. Seattle. Yeah. Yep, correct. Very good. And on the musings, we've got uh, shouts, of course, to Audrey as she continues her recovery. That's where I was going with the number one fan in the universe. Yes, you were. I know. You wanted to jump right to Audrey because she is important to us. She's more important than you are. Yeah. Think? Well, that's true. Okay. <laughs> I'll, I'll go with that. Uh, we also want to give shouts out to Sean McDaniel. Yep. And as he speedy recovery. His recovery. Right. Yep. yep. I haven't seen anything lately that Madonna or he posted, but I think he's... Yeah. Going along with his... Well, he got out of the hospital, so I'm sure he's that's just right, he went doing home. his rehab and all that good stuff. Good and stuff. And I wanted to shout out to Smokin' Ogre Barbecue of Washington yeah, State. Yeah, those guys are awesome. Because nothing says, like, throwing season like some bacon mac. Yeah, and I wouldn't know. You love bacon mac. It was mac. all gone by the time I got here. <laughs> yes, there's. it goes quickly. But I'm just saying, I get all excited for throwing because it's summer. I get to see friends. And I'm going to see some smoking over barbecue. Well, I'm going to tell you what we're going to do next time. I'm going to pay them a little money in advance and have them put some aside for me. Good right? idea. See what I'm saying? Don't they know who you are? They do. I mean, you're the national treasure. Pretty much. Yeah. They, they don't care. You're they, the talent. they got to make money. All right. Um, hey, on pop culture and current events, Big Daddy, Yeah. let's talk about a couple things here. Yeah, why don't we? Why don't okay. we start with the Vikings? Yes, dude. First of all, up in two weeks, our favorite show, The Vikings Are Back. That took over my favorite show. Uh, it used to be Axemen. Yeah. <laughs> but not so much anymore because Axemen has really turned into uh, losers with no teeth pulling logs out of a river. Gotcha. Okay. So yeah. I don't watch it so much anymore. Gotcha. 
Um, well, we talked about this a uh, few episodes back, but last year the pre- the uh, History Channel came out with a new show called Vikings. It's back on February twenty seventh yeah. this year for se- for for the season two. Looking forward and, to it, and we loved it for for a variety of te- reasons to remind the Fork Talk Nation listening public. One was the actors they had were like real Viking looking awesome guys. But they killed. Remember, we said they killed the best looking one they had in the first episode. Yeah, they the they had some really good actors in it, and they had no problem killing people off really quickly. Yeah, the best looking guy. He was probably like six foot six, had a yeah. huge beard, had his awesome. long hair braided, and they he was taking a piss, and they killed him. That's right. That's right. And the little weaselly guy, remember that got yeah. the axe in the chest. He didn't die till the end. I know. Frank. I know. Um, but Ragnar uh, Lagertha, is that how you pronounce it? Uh, what is it? Sprinkles Lagertha. Lagertha. I think so. Lagertha, Floki, and Rolo, they are back at it in sound a couple like weeks. <laughs> what did you say? They sound like chocolate bars. They sound like a chocolate bar. Shut up and stay away from the microphone until we're pointing are, at you. Are those, uh, are those Canadian? Don't you have a perimeter secure? Are those Canadian chocolate bars, Rhino? <laughs> no. No? Do you guys get this Viking show on the History Channel up in uh, Canada? Do you guys even get TV in Canada? <laughs> Barely. They got a 13-inch <laughs> black and white? Do you, do you know we, where the microphone we just, is? We just got a show called <laughs> Little House on the Prairie. It seems pretty good. <laughs> I hear they all die in the end. Damn it! That's, are, I'm serious, though. Do you actually get this show? The History Channel? Yeah. You've yeah, watched it? Yeah. yeah. Do, do you guys is it like American it? history or is it your history? Canadian history. That's about three weeks old. I no, it's Viking history, apparently. <laughs> There are Vikings in Canada? It's the History Channel, and the Canada is populated by almost all Vikings. No, they're not. They're all Polacks. The Vikings landed in Canada. Who is she? <laughs> she's your producer, Candy Sprinkles, and she's giving you information. Let me ask you a question. What I understand about Vikings is they landed in Greenland, right? And they called it Greenland because they wanted everyone to go there because it sucked. When they landed in Iceland, it was so beautiful, they named it Iceland because they didn't want anyone to go there but them. Interesting. Okay. So I think they bypassed Canada and ended up in Massachusetts. They landed in <laughs> Newfoundland. Could you turn down her volume? It's, it's ringing in my ear. I cannot even hear myself speak. It's almost like a buzzing hey, sound. So first of all... It's almost like a... Don't talk in a microphone that you pointed at, Mr. Rhino Security Man. So Candy Sprinkles, first of all, get out your app because getting getting this crew... Hey, watch it when you pull that app out. kind here. of uh, coordination, we were required for the whip, right? <laughs> <laughs> I still have a question about the Canadians and, and their Vikings? TV shows. Oh, okay, yeah, go. So do they have the USA channel there? I'm waiting for pointing. <laughs> I was pointing. We get, Are you blind as they, well as they dumb? They can't. They can't see you point. <laughs> Do they have the USA Network? Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Is we, that a yes or a no? I don't know if we get that specific one, but we get a lot of American television. Okay. Well, of course, because all of the we don't get any Canadian television. All of their no, no, no. That's because we steal all of their best talent, bring them to the U.S put them on a big stage, and then send it back to Canada. Yeah, good point. Filtered through a, a United States lens. Uh, except that everything is filmed in Canada. There's a lot of... Oh, you know, it's because it's cheaper. Yeah. Right. Because nobody wants to live there. But I know there's a lot... <laughs> I, I know for sure there's a lot of French people in Canada. Is that correct? Eastern Canada. Yeah. Close to the microphone. French-speaking. Eastern Canada. Eastern Canada. So like Toronto and such? 
Uh, Quebec. Quebec, yeah. Isn't Toronto in Quebec? No, Quebec mm-hmm. is a province beside Ontario. Toronto's in Ontario. I know that. The the. <laughs> so now my my next question is, uh, why so many French? Because speak into the microphone, please. <laughs> well, because basically France was one of the uh, countries that helped found Canada. Right. It was a big. Oh, like French, you know. It was a big French territory, for goodness' sakes, Big Daddy. Well, let me ask you a question then, since you're so smart on the subject. Okay. Yeah, yes. Okay. How come they don't speak French in Victoria? Well, because it is a English settled uh, province okay. area, right? And uh, the English don't speak French. Doesn't make a whole lot of sense to me that the English are on one whole side of the country and the French are on the other side of the country. When actually the side that the French are in is closer to England. Interesting. Well, mm-hmm. well, the French. Do they have any France. Asians there? Yeah. The any f- Asians in Canada? Well, sure. There's quite a big population in Mexicans the mainland. On the in western, Mexicans? on the western Some. side. See, the the Asians come from the west, correct? Right, yes. and they populate Victoria, correct? Right. Yeah. So, like, uh, probably two thirds of Victoria is Asians, roughly. All right. So, <laughs> where are you going? With I'm trying this? to figure out why the British are there. That's all I'm trying to figure out, and you guys aren't helping me. Well, so it is a it is a Commonwealth country, so it it is still a loosely connected with United Kingdom. Okay. Yes, well, on the eastern coast, there's several provinces that are actually populated by Scottish descendants. Ah. So like, Nova Scotia, Newfoundland, see? Prince Edward Island, those yep. particular provinces are actually populated with more Scottish uh, descendants than See, there you French. go. And that, well, that look may, at Mr. Globe over here. That, boy, may okay. come up, that may come up in our historical figure. It might. It may. Our historical finger. Yes. <laughs> so Viking. Thank you very much, guys, for uh, your uh, so, help. So Viking show. With my ex- geography lesson. Viking show I'm excited about. Why? We love that show. What do you mean why? We've just been talking about well, it. I know, but is there a, uh, something about it that you really can't wait to see? Well, I'm excited to have all Rolo. the characters go at it. Oh, Rolo. I Ro- see how Rolo's that goes. the brother of Ragnar, and he has got some issues. Does he really look like that? Because that's pretty hot. He, he's very hot. I'd do him. Yeah. Let's, uh, let's get on to this next thing. Yeah, well, we better get on to this next thing because obviously uh, yeah, I'm we're not, off track. Here. I'm not sure it was a good idea to put a microphone in front of Candy Sprinkles. I'm just saying. I and never told you to put a microphone in front of Candy Sprinkles. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I found this because of our guests. I wanted to stick with this theme. I found on top10s.net, which is a huge website that Max and I are on all the time, top10s.net. Why? And it is the top 10 most world-renowned Canadians. This is a list from just a couple years ago. Okay. All right? So let's go through this. This was their top 10 Canadians, the top 10 most renowned Canadians. Okay. Okay, you ready for this, Big Daddy? Number 10. Number 10, William Shatner. The Shat. The Shatner is born in Montreal. Oh, really? Yeah? That would make him French-Canadian. Could you do me one favor and just turn that her, her volume down? Yeah, I'll just turn it down, down. I don't mind that she's off? speaking into the microphone, but she's so loud, it's annoying. <laughs> He's also a Jew. Uh, Shatner? Yeah. That's right. Well, that's, William yes. Shatnerowitz. <laughs> <laughs> he was 
a part of our uh, legal firm Spock. for a while. That's <laughs> right. <laughs> but they got rid of him. Spock was a Jew, too. Now, wait a minute. Specific to that. Leonard Nimoyowitz. That's in the news recently. I, we should actually have a little thought and uh, prayer out to Leonard Nimoy. He is actually quite ill right now. He has got... Well, he's 172 years old. He's 88, but he has got a pretty serious battle with lung disease right now because he's been a smoker for most of his life. Really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So he's now urging people not to smoke. Good idea when you're 88 and now have lung cancer. You know, he probably should have said that when he was 44. Yeah, exactly. But um, relevant to Mr. Shatner being on the 10 list here, um, shouts to uh, Leonard Nimoy. Who's also a Jew. Is he? He is. Why do we care if they're Jewish? I don't know. Somebody brought it up that Shatner was a Jew. Are Canadians bigoted? No, I am. They're okay. Oh, okay. Number nine. And besides, it's not racism if you, you know, as long as you don't hire him. (sighs) Whatever. Whatever. Just not bad. Number nine, Michael J. Fox. I didn't know this. He's from Edmonton. Michael J. Fox. Yeah, let, let's not make fun of his Parkinson's. That's I'm not. Just that's just not the way right. I say it. I just whenever I say Michael, will you stop? J. Stop! 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 Michael Fox. J. He, uh, uh, obviously of the uh, Parkinson's. Back Fox. to the Future fame. Number eight. This one was close to my heart. Alexander Graham Bell. Why is Alexander Graham Bell close to your heart? Because well, you use a phone lock? Because I work in the communications industry, and the technology that I sell is a direct descendant of his inventions. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) But Alexander Graham Bell was Scottish, but he moved to Canada in the 20s. Why? And then off and on throughout his life, he was in Canada a ton until his death in 1922. I didn't know that. I didn't know that either. But uh, so they uh, count him as Canadian. He had citizenship. He was Scottish, like Thunder Ray. Yeah. Yes. Thunder Ray Shahavitz. But is... Uh, Who's also g- Polish. Is he? Hmm? Yeah. Very good. Hmm. With a name like that, I would hope so. Um, Alex Trebek, oh, number seven. A legend. The Canadian national treasure. Does you, do you get welled up and, and tearful just thinking about Alex Trebek? Patriotic. Patriotic? Oh, yeah. You know, the first thing that comes to my mind is, suck it, Trebek. <laughs> suck it, Trebek. <laughs> That's right. Your mother does, Trebek. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, yeah, I did not know that. The old uh, game show Titan that he is. Um, I, I don't know where he was born. Do you know where he was born? I think Eastern Canada, but he was... Uh, Yugoslavia? He, he was also in hmm. a $64,000 question or some, okay. something like that. Well, yeah, the... the Jeopardy. Jeopardy wasn't his first show. No. He, he kind of got into it over time. Well, then he left Jeopardy. Jeopardy was actually down for a bit, and then they brought him back. Ah, he was born in Ontario. Thanks, Kenny Sprinkles. He yeah. was born in Ontario. Eastern. Sud- uh, Sudbury. Did he ever grow his mustache back? He shaved it off for a while. Uh, no, he still I'll... doesn't have it. Hmm. Oh, really? Yeah. He was really sick last year, I think, wasn't he? Was he? he? Have, yeah, he had, he had some kind of surgery. I think Sean Connery punched him in his face. Oh, goodness. Um, all right, number six, and this is a no-brainer. That should be number list. one. Yeah, that should be number be. one. Wayne Gretzky. Yeah. Still holds four. This was what I found amazing after because he hasn't been active for quite some time. Still holds forty regular season records, fifteen playoff records, six All Star records, and is the only NHL player to total over twenty points in one season, which he did four times. Wow! 
We have to put that in perspective too, though. The the uh, NHL was a lot smaller then too, right? True. Yeah, yeah, there weren't all those expansion teams. Right. So he got those points quicker in a shorter period of time. Right. But but it's appropriate that obviously someone who plays hockey would be on this top list because it's a significant. I don't understand why he's not number one. Because, I mean, the guy is basically a god in Canada. Yeah. It's true. You know? It's true. So. All right. Well, it's duly noted. That's all I got to say about that. Number five, Pierre Trudeau. Who's that? He was uh, prime, uh, minister. prime minister. Yes, thank you. Of what? I know. He was the prime minister of Canada what for 15 years. And no, it's like the, the longest. Yes. It is like the president of okay. the United States. It's the leading political officer of Canada. 15 years, he is, that's the longest anyone's ever been prime minister before or since. How long are their terms? Uh, it, 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 like the British uh, prime minister system, is it, it not a specific timeline. It can be, depending on how the vote goes with your party and the opposition, it can be as little as just only a year or two and as long as like 15 for him, right? Did I get that right, guys? Well, it would be in four-year terms of the elections, but you can keep running yeah. as many terms as you want. Infinite. They're gotcha. Not, they're not regular. Uh, I think because you guys have a maximum two terms. Thank God. Correct. Yeah, two terms. So you, so if you do become prime minister, you will at least do four years. Is yeah, that the at case? at least do four years okay. um, and then be reelected. Possibly. Okay. Interesting. His, his son is currently the leader of the Liberal Party. Is that right? Yep. So he's got a kid in, in politics. Pierre now. Trudeau second. There you go. What, what's his name? Do you know? Justin Pierre. Justin, Justin Bieber. Justin Trudeau. <laughs> Justin Bieber. I, knew, I heard Justin Bieber was from Canada. He is Canadian. So yes. guess what? I didn't know that. Justin Bieber is Pierre Trudeau's son. <laughs> wow. How <laughs> embarrassed. How embarrassed he must be. He's in be. jail now. He's got a bunch of new big buddies. Yeah. <laughs> We've all been Justin Bieber. He's got a new friend called Ben Dover. <laughs> yes, he does. Um, number four on this list is John Kenneth Galbraith. Yeah, so he's never a, heard of him. He's Ontario an economist. Born, he's an economist. Don't know him. And he. Oh, wait a minute. So an economist is number four, and Gretzky's number six. This is bullshit. <laughs> okay, so um, Galbraith is one of the founding fathers of modern day liberal economics. Oh, congratulations! He basically, Wayne Gretzky still holds forty regular season records in hockey, and we I, don't even know who this I, Galbraith guy yeah, is. Yeah, well, and the he, Canadians don't even know who this is. And he basically established everything there is to know about modern day economics in big government stuff relevant to Canada. It's why they have national health care. It's why we have damn health care now of that same type. This guy's fault. Wow. So it may be infamous that he's on this list, but he had a huge impact uh, in what he did. Just maybe not as pop culture as uh, Wayne, obviously. All I got to say about I mean, he's got a lot of accomplishments all, all, as well, but I, you know, I, the, the only word I can think of is whoop de doo. <laughs> Who cares? Whoop de doo. Whoop de doo. Next. Um, number three on the list James Cameron of. Director fame. Oh, yeah, Terminator and such, yeah. Terminator, Aliens, Titanic, Avatar. Never saw that one. Did you not? No, it's cartoony, isn't it? Uh, no, no. It's a, It's not cartoony? It is cartoony. Oh, I don't watch cartoons. It is. It is. Actors did all the acting, and then they surrounded them with um, digital effects. Yeah. I'm what doctors like to call an adult, okay? So when it... <laughs> When it comes to cartoons, I don't watch them anymore. You know, get up on Saturday morning, watch your cartoons, pal, not me. Oh, man, I love cartoons. I know you do. You're like four. Mm -hmm. Uh, Number two, 
Uh, well, this one you guys should agree with. Neil oh, Young. Oh, man, look at my life. I'm a lot like you were. Interesting, Big Daddy. That wasn't a bad impression. Oh, actually. man. Very good. I actually have what they call Neil Young Tourette's. I just break out in <laughs> Neil Young. It's ridiculous. Remember that one time when we were at, we were at the dinner? And I didn't. It was playing in the background. I just started singing at the top of my lungs. Yes, I do remember that. That was funny. It was one of the many times that you've embarrassed me in public. <laughs> <laughs> it won't be the last. Yes, Neil. He was from Toronto. Uh, born in Toronto. Toronto, Canada. Yes. <laughs> yes. No. Toronto, Iowa. Because he's Canadian. Yes. Correct. And we're doing a top ten Canadians. Correct. However, I still say that Wayne should be Wayne. ahead of him. At least ahead of that Galbraith, girl okay. breath. John Kenneth Wombat, yes. economist guy. And number one on this list, um, you're this not is be, an outrage. You're not going to be happy no with this either. Is an outrage. Number one on the list for the top ten Liberace. world-renowned <laughs> Canadians is Shania Shanene Twain. That's freaking ridiculous. <laughs> Best-selling album of all time by a female of any genre is what the record she still holds, and. Um, Celine Dion, they mentioned in this article, was like a close second. Do you guys acknowledge Celine Dion as uh, Canadian? Isn't she from Las Vegas? She, she was. Pretty much. Definitely, yes. Uh, yeah, I don't know about this shit. I love Shania Twain. I've seen her in concert. I like country music, as do you. Mm-hmm. Um, and she was amazing in that she was one of the first big, huge uh, country stars to really cross over and have popular charts for both pop and country. And right? video, too. She came out with good videos. Good videos because she was super smoking hot and not, I didn't not say clothed that. and all that. I didn't say that. I know you didn't, but I did. I you like know her. a lot about her videos, Haas. I do. Well, I love he her watches videos. a lot of videos. Yes. You know what I mean? Hey, keep that hand <laughs> on the table. Um, anyway, so can, she can was I just, number one. Can I interject something here? Yes. Uh, I see it on the list. Yes. But I do not agree with this either. Okay? Okay. The number one... Songster in the entire Canada, Canada, yes, Canada region is, is your favorite. My very favorite guy. He's been singing for fifty years. Yes. Okay. I went and saw him last year at concert. I put this on here just for you. But what I'm telling you about the well, you didn't you didn't highlight it like you should have. What I'm telling you about this is Gordon Lightfoot. Gordon Lightfoot. Gordon Lightfoot, and he should be ahead of Shania Twain. He's, he's a Canadian. He should be ahead of uh, Cameron. Other famous, uh, the Economist guy. The only one he shouldn't be ahead of is Wayne Gretzky. Okay. Other famous Canadians, of course, and you hear these often: Jim Carrey, oh, funny bro, guy, he's an idiot. Sarah McLachlan. Who's that? Oh, that's singer. Singer. Yeah. yeah. These are all singers. Joni Mitchell. Yeah. Katie Lang. I don't like her. Keanu Reeves. Yeah. Oh, there's a Canadian you can be proud of, boys. What? Hey, let's go surfing. He's in the Matrix. Surf's man. up, dude. Hey. Peter Jennings right. of the news, news guy, yeah. fame. Yeah. Pam Anderson. Oh, that ugly bitch. She, what? I can't stand her. Dan Aykroyd. Now there's a That's a good Canadian. dude. Second City. Second yes. City TV. Yes. So, Ooh. I don't know. With two, uh, um, I guess, transplanted Canadians in the room, how do you feel about this top ten list? I think we're missing John Candy in this list. Yeah, you are. Oh, John Candy. Stomping Tom. Stomping Tom Connors. Nobody and, uh, knows him. And Louis Sear. Yeah. You know who else? Ooh, Hugo yeah. Gerard. Yeah. I got Hugo Gerard written right here on my show sheet. I noticed that. Interesting. Is this a Canadian site or no? N- no, no, it's I, just a, it's just a, a random a top tens. If you guys aren't familiar with who Hugo Gerard is, he's actually a very top uh, strongman from Canada. Oh, is he? Yes. Cool. And... Uh, 
I think the uncrowned world's strongest man. I think he's one guy that had the most talent that just because of injury or just poor circumstances, you know, just couldn't quite get to the to the top rung. But super nice guys, you know, strong as an ox, just a really great guy. Very good. Yeah. Any others and were missing? a lot better than some of these other people that got us. Any others were missing there, boys? Probably lots, but I can't. Yeah, you can name it. All right. There's a lot of Canadians that contribute a lot of stuff to the uh, world. Eugene Levy. Eugene yep. Levy. Good man. Yes. That's all the Second City guys. You know, they were all Canadian. Yeah. Yep. A lot of, a lot of the, very good comedy actors. I think Lauren Michaels Canada. is Canadian, too, isn't he? I think you're right. The yes. Saturday Night Live guy? Yeah. 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 Yep. But then they all leave Canada and come to the U.S. for the big time. The money. Yeah. Money to send it back to Canada. Pretty much. Right. All right, Big Daddy, that's it for Pop Culture Current Events. Oh, cool. Yeah? That was a lot of fun. We are going to uh, pop out of this and into the next segmento. <laughs> that's uh, Mexican for segment. <laughs> we out. <laughs> Thank you. Yes, ma'am. Hey, McElroy, is that your routine or a performance of Cirque du Soleil? Besides, you're too late. They already handed out the girls' medals this morning. Shut up, Michaels. That was textbook execution. Same scores I beat you with in Oslo. Hey, I was on Quaaludes. I don't even remember Oslo. But I remember Boston. And that victory was as sweet as the cream pie for which the town was named. Oh, Big Daddy. How about that, brother? Hey, that's some high-quality motivational music. You know what that means. Yeah, it means that we're playing Olympic music. It means that it's the Olympic segment. Oh, that's correct. One of our favorites. It's the Olympic sports we should replace with Highland Games. How timely. Timely as well. Indeed. Yes, because it is Olympic time, Winter Olympics. Winter Olympics are in full bore. Full bore, full swing, and we've got a sponsor for this segment. We do. One of our uh, favorite, of course. Our very favorite. But we we decided to put them here for this one. Yeah, we decided to devote uh, the Olympic uh, theme to the Mattress Ranch sponsor. Right. And who happens to be in studio, so read it good. Because basically I'm an Olympian in bed. Yes, you are. (laughs) Bazinga! Bazinga! Greetings, Fork Talk Nation. You work, train, and throw hard. You eat right, and you need to sleep right if those PRs, personal records, are going to continue. If you wake up with more soreness than you went to bed with, it's time for a new mattress. New. New. You'll spend a third of your day, one third. Eight hours of your day mm-hmm. in bed, so mm-hmm. make sure it's comfortable so you can really get some rest and recover. Mm-hmm. Please check out the Mattress Ranch in Alaska and Washington or mattressranch.com. That's one word, mattressranch.com. When it's time to replace your old mattress, you'll see the difference in price, quality, and honesty over the other guys. Very Thank you, and throw far, Mattress Ranch. Very well done, Big Daddy. You know the cool thing about it is? Yes. Our sponsor's sitting right next to me. I know this. That's why it was important you read it good. With a gun to my head. Yes, sir. You work good under pressure. It's kind of That's funny, though. You know, It's hard to read these things. People don't understand how difficult this is. Yes. You really have to read them carefully. So when people put misspellings you know, in the actual yes. you know, re- the read... 
it's very difficult, but a professional such as myself has no problem with it. That's true. Bobo the monkey boy had a problem again. <laughs> yeah, he spelled difference. It's a different different way to spell it. All right, so let's catch up the Fork Talk Nation and our listening audience on this. First of all, in back in Episode 7, we had this bit, and at that time, we had a disagreement over the two we would replace. Uh, you decided we should remove curling, which is a wrong thing to do. But no, because it's not a sport. And I and I decided synchronized diving needed to go. Yeah, we both didn't like that one. Episode twelve, um, you chose rhythmic gymnastics, which I thought was a very good choice. Appropriate. Yes, and I chose badminton. Another to great be choice. removed yeah. for Highland Games. Yeah, because badminton is really just a yard game. It's like jarts. Exactly. Exactly. Although we decided, I think that jarts would be great actually if they were like sharpened and they added, you know, fire, human fire, and <laughs> human targets and yeah. stuff. Yeah, that would be an Olympic sport. That'd be awesome. <laughs> yes, siree. Just don't let the Asians do it because you know they'll take over. So, Big Daddy, I'm thinking what we should do. Is, what? Huh? Gosh, dang it! Stop. Um. What I was thinking is, since it's Winter Olympic time... Yeah, we, it is, you know, because the Winter Olympics are on. Yes, we should uh, keep our choices this time. Wintery? Specific wintery things, yes. Good idea, like yeah? spearmint. <laughs> spearmint is wintery. Yes, it is. Isn't it? Especially the twins. Pine cones. <laughs> Boy, I'll tell you, you're a... You're a you're a little horn dog today. What's going on with you? Well, I've been away from my wife for a week, yeah? and uh, basically... It's time. Yeah, it is. Why don't you guys just disappear, and the uh, rest of us will carry on the show. Uh, 42 so, seconds of fury. So, Big Daddy, when you're looking at all these different events uh, that make up the Winter Olympics, yes. w- was there a specific one that you feel like you would replace easily with Highland Games? I would have to say easily, no, because a lot of these are actual sports with the exception of the ones we've already talked about. Dude, I agree. I was looking at the list and having a problem with this. Now, to, to remind everybody, so the the list is things like alpine skiing. Yep. I, I, that was a hard one. You have it's to be quite good, an athlete. Good one, that. right? Um, the biathlon, which is awesome. That That's the only one that kind of made you think about it. But, you know, it does involve cross-country skiing, which is arduous. And then you got shooting, so you have to be technically sound. Yeah, you have to ski fast then slow your heart rate down so that you can shoot yep. and then go right back at it. Now, I decided, too, that I would actually here's, – here's my offer on that particular one because I was really having trouble with it. I would add a third event to the biathlon. What would that be, gerbiling? Uh, no. Good, close guess. <laughs> it would be – it would be you would ski. Yeah. You would then shoot. You would then ski. You would then go to a large standard and do sheaf. Then you would ski again. Then you would shoot. Then you would ski. Then you would sheaf. And in the final leg, it would be flaming sheaf. Ooh, yes. Huh? Flaming sheaf. What about that? I like that idea, except I think we should get get rid of everything else but sheaf. (laughs) No, I think the triathlon with that would be good ad. Hey, I got an idea. Yes. What if it's ski? Yes. Shoot. Yes. Sheaf. Yes. And then anyone with a two-time, you shoot them. That's worth 10 points. <laughs> Boom, you win, baby. Don't Gold awesome. medal. Yes. Two-timers, look out. Two-timers, be careful. We're, we're going to put them in cars and send them there. Do you know that uh, biathlon is a sport that one of our very famous generals actually participated in the Olympics? 
Would that be General George S. Patton? Really? Mm-hmm. He did. He thought he was reincarnated as a Roman emperor to his current status as general. Is that right? Pretty much. Yes. He yep. kind of believed in that. He was a badass. Oh, we got some teletype coming in. Hammer with skis as blades. Oh, that would be interesting. That would be the fourth event in the. Yeah. You don't need to write that down, Thunder Ray Shahavitz. You just pop in and let me know well, about that. No, nobody pointed to me, so. Ah. I didn't know if I could speak. How's this for pointing at you? <laughs> That's good. That's good. I like that. So, uh, we've got cross country skiing. We've got curling, which you already removed and I think should you not be. You forgot bobsled. Bobsled, yes. Well, yeah, because it's pronounced, it's, it's spelled Bob Slay. Bob Slay is the official way in which it's uh, put on the on the event. Is it title. really? Yeah. Yep. That's weird. Figure skating is probably the closest Ooh. thing to this list that I could remove. Especially, wait a minute. Blades of Glory. The, yeah, I love Blades of Glory, which is uh, one of our themes for this show, as the bumpers in and out are um, movie clips from Blades of Glory. But, um, like, the team... Event they added a team skating event that was new this year. Yeah, yeah, and that was ridiculous. The team event they had a team where a bunch of of figure skaters in fabulous sequins did group thing to win the gold. I didn't like it. Did you see it, Dom? No, I didn't see it. But it's one of the most scandalous, corrupt sports oh. in the Olympics. See. See, now the team one would work better if they just put all the countries, all the teams out there, and the last team standing wins the gold. WrestleMania. Oh, I yes. like that idea. Yes, if, if, they, had, if they had sheaf on forks, on, if, if you took hockey players with sheaf forks, and they have to stick them and see how far they can throw that figure skater, now I'm in. I'm, I'm good with that. Yeah? Yeah. Okay, so I'm thinking you could lose figure skating. Are we you in know, agreement? I'm with you. Yeah, I'm with you. Yeah? Yeah. Um, we got freestyle skiing. That's the guys that on skis are doing acrobatic stuff, which is not bad. Some, but it's not as. I actually don't like it as much as I like snowboarding now. Mm-hmm. Well, mm-hmm. now they got the uh, ski slope style, which is much better. Oh, what, what's that one? Well, because you got the aerials where they're just doing the one big right, jump, but right. then the slope styles where they're going down, they're hitting multiple jumps, going on rails, going backwards, and all that kind of stuff. Like yeah. skateboard. Yeah. No, I'm kind of a purist in that. Like, I really like the freestyle where you're doing the moguls and then yep. jump, moguls, jump, moguls, yep. jump. So they've got the three of them, though. Yeah. I'm and not they sure. also do that for time. So you got not only do you got the moguls and the two jumps. Right. You it's, actually are timed getting down the hill, too. Yeah, but I, gotta, is, I have a problem with the whole. I like sports where it's very definite. There's a score, win or lose. There's a time. Top to bottom, no matter how pretty it is, you're the mm-hmm. fastest down. It really is challenging when it's a combination of time and the, like, like you were saying, uh, Dom, on skiing or on uh, skating. How it's so arbitrary, like, you know, how, how perfect was their pirouette and stuff like that, right? Well, you know, Max uh, made a comment uh, not too long ago that any, any event that can be judged should not be a, a medal event, an Olympic event. Right, it's, right it's, Max? It must it's, be judged. It's, yeah. it's Subjective hard. sports should not be in the Olympics. Pretty much. Subjective, yeah. yeah. Yep. Ice hockey, of course, has got to stay. Luge has got to stay. Yep. Uh, Nordic combined is a good one. What is that? 
What's the ski jump and then there's some kind of oh yeah yeah they cross country ski and ski jump I so it's a, it. a multidiscipline yeah. thing short track speed skating I love yeah, that's fun that's to watch crazy. I love it crazy. man it's amazing it's just little monkeys on skates it, really they look like little monkeys on skates well they're just they're fast and crazy like little and in and out. crazy monkeys on skates I like it I love it um, skeleton I you know this is fairly new I think in the whole single luge thing I don't think it's one of the older ones but that one's even crazier than luge because they're going head first I thought it was crazy enough going feet first in a single luge sled but going face first at 80 90 miles an hour down that ice seems to me to be kind of crazy. I think any anything that any sport that allows you to be killed is it's, probably a good sport. It's a good sport. I think so. Ski jumping. I actually like ski jumping. I think it's kind of cool when it's they're fun on to the watch. Big yeah, hill. I like that yeah. too. Um, snowboarding. Yep. I, actually, snowboarding, I wasn't a big fan of to start with. I'm, I kind of now am. I think I really like the way mm-hmm. they, they do it. I like that days. guy, the flying tomato. What's his name? Oh, uh, yeah. Sean White. Yeah, Sean White. Sean White, yeah. Yeah. He didn't do so well this uh, this season, but I, I liked him back in the I game. missed. Did he miss out on the gold for the half pipe? Yeah. He, he placed fourth. fourth. Place. He yeah. placed fourth. That's crazy. Yeah. He scored so high in his first run yes. that he wiped out on his second run and still managed to place fourth. And yeah. place fourth. That's crazy. Well, and, and that's so, what happened when you cut your hair. So that's what I missed, Don, because I, I, was, I was working. I saw his first qualifying run, right? And that the problem they've been having with that half pipe, Big Daddy, is it's – um, the snow's been so warm, they've really had trouble keeping the bottom part of the pipe nice and smooth and clean. And they've been doing all kinds of crazy things to try and keep it up. But the bottom of that pipe is really rough. Mm-hmm. So instead of being able to just set their board and go really fast through the bottom so that they can get the really super high amplitude on each side, yeah. they've they've been wobbling all over the place. And, and you could tell in the first few runs, I, I don't know if you saw that first uh, qualifying run where he, he scored like 95 or 98 points or whatever. He, um, all the other guys were going down, and they were literally only maybe six, eight feet above the lip and trying to do their spins mm-hmm. and weren't able to land them catching blades and all that. And then Sean comes down, and his first run through the bottom, he went up like 20, 30 feet in the air, like double what anybody else was going. Yeah. And it's a huge score. And I figured, oh, well, he's got this locked up because everybody else is being. So he, he tanked on his second one? Yeah. Crash. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Ouch. I, I think it was a bad idea for him to pull out of those other events that he was doing. Because he said he didn't like it, but everybody else was okay. I think the conditions have been a problem because, uh, for some reason, the Social Olympics Committee or whatever, I don't know, they're, everything seems to be kind of half-assed. Right. You know? It's a subtropical climate. Right. Speak into yeah. the microphone. It's a subtropical climate. Well, they you. also said they limited them, <laughs> like they really need to be grooming that constantly throughout the day. Yeah. But the groomer makes quite a bit of noise, and because they have the other freestyle events right beside it, they basically told them, well, you can't work on it all day. Yeah. Oh, my gosh, really. Yeah. Interesting. Well, and then the final one is speed skating, and similar to short track. I mean, I just, speed skating is cool. The I little, like speed the, skating. The, the yeah. clapper, uh, Skate. hey now. Hey. The clapper skates, right? Because yeah. the, the speed skating, the, the short track speed skates are Solid, they don't move, right? But the speed skaters, when they're running, the they hinge in the yeah. front, right? I remember yeah, when those right. were first invented. Clippy, clippy, clippy. Really? Yeah. You were there? No, I heard about it. Oh. Where I'm from, uh, speed skating's huge. Is you it? Because you had Eric Hyden. He's, in, he's from in, Milwaukee, in Wisconsin. Poland? Oh, oh, Wisconsin. Oh, you got a problem with Poland? No. Hey, Shahavitz, he's got a problem with Poland. Let's punch him. No. Yeah, I'm going to have to take him out back. I think so. 
We'll give me, you the Polish sausage, you know me, what I mean. <laughs> take me out to the woodshed. <laughs> um, okay, so on this list, we've only really gotten rid of figure skating. What's going on this? I guess that just means that the Winter Olympics have their shit together. Uh, so, so I'm thinking what we're saying is uh, figure skating, yes, and we should enhance a few of them with some yeah. sheath yeah. and hammer. I like the idea of doing hammer with cross-country skis on. I don't. I think that's a bit ridiculous. You're ridiculous. You're ridiculous. <laughs> now, one thing, if we are talking about Winter Olympics, we should bring up Scott Ryder. Why? Why? Because he competed at the Winter Olympics. In bobsled? Did he really? Now, for the listening public, who is Scott Ryder? He is basically a Highland Games pro from England. Yes. Um, also represented England in the Commonwealth Games for shot put, but he was a member of their team early two thousand, early, in the early 2000s at one of the games. I can't remember exactly which one, but he okay. was on their four-person four bobsled team. Oh, right. So one of the pushers. Yeah, they used him because he had... Massive strength for pushing. Oh, that happens good. quite a bit. You know, um, Russia used uh, one of their really good arm wrestlers for the same thing. <laughs> the guy for pushing sleds. Well, not only is he a great arm wrestler, he's just a great athlete. Oh, okay. All together, you know. So okay. you know, they combine the, 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 that power and strength and. Oh, okay. Yeah. Because yeah, I think basically in that four man, you got three guys that are just really good at pushing, jumping in, and then just standing there. Yeah. <laughs> and you got a driver, and he just kind of sits there and ducks. Yeah. Well, maybe they put him on the brake, too, at Big Daddy. So after he's done pushing, he's there. He turns his hat backwards like Stallone and then does the over-the-top with the brake. <laughs> and, oh, and then Well, I turn my hat around. <laughs> it's like a machine. And then, he, and then he slows the sled down. That's probably what happens. Maybe. I've yeah. actually Not done bobsleigh. Oh, you really? Have? Yeah. Really? Really? Oh, tell on, us about it. On purpose? Yeah. Tell us about it. Yeah, it's, when it's, was that, uh, Dom? Yeah, how did you do 19, that? I think 89. 1989. 1989. Really, so the 1989 Olympics you did that? No. No, he just no. did it. Where? In Calgary. Calgary, Calgary, yeah. Calgary Alberta. Yeah, Calgary. So Calgary's got a big Olympic facility there. Yeah, right. they do. And, yes. and uh, I had a friend who was a coach for the Canadian bobsleigh team. Really? And he asked me to come out and give it a whirl. That was wow. very nice. What happened? Now, were you in a four-man, two-man, or luge? Two-man. How'd you do? Two man. Mm-hmm. So you had a driver. It was good. It was fun. And did you make it down to the end of the hill? Oh yeah. So you had a driver. Yeah, I was the brakeman. Did you live? And you were the brakeman. No, and, I died. And and was it was that the first time that you had snuggled up behind a man and gotten close? <laughs> it was my introduction. Yes. It sure was wasn't a lot. Spooning. Was, was that your gateway to spooning with men? It was. Men? It was. It was a beautiful experience. I'm sure it was. Yeah. But this uh, head tucking thing slip. that uh, Jay was just talking about, it's you can't. You can't do anything but head because tuck? the G-force. The G-force is you go around the corners. It just sucks your head right down. Oh, Ooh, yes. yeah. Yes. Sucks your head right down. <laughs> yes. That, uh, no wonder you, no like, wonder you he, liked it. He took the bobsled <laughs> like a duck to water. <laughs> yes, well, he did. The spooning part. Earmuffs, children. Earmuffs. There are earmuffs. no children listening. Uh, Audrey listens. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. She's not really a child. No, it was, a, it was an amazing experience. Yeah, it was really good. That's cool. And so the, the G-force in the corners is pretty substantial, isn't it? Oh, yeah, you can't. I mean, you can you feel can't, it. Yeah, you can't move your head. It's Wow. Yeah. So once amazing. your head's down in the other guy's lap, it ain't going anywhere. It, no, no, it's not in anybody's lap. 
Right. <laughs> so you're in your own lap. <laughs> oh, hey. hey. Well, if I could do that, I'd never leave the house. Dom was more, Dom was more flexible back then. <laughs> more, oh, of a, more of a soloist. Yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. I don't know anybody who's ever done bobsledding no, and service themselves all at the same time. <laughs> I couldn't reach because I was That's hanging on to the brakes. There's a new Olympic event. <laughs> Ooh, and the track sure is sticky and slippery, ladies and gentlemen. What? The conditions are slippery. Ooh, hey, the whip. The whip. Katie Sprinkles is giving you the whip. So um, so that's it. We, we've decided on figure skating enhancements. Yes. I'm okay with that. We'll, we'll duly note that in the show sheets for future Olympic uh, discussions. Yes? Yeah. I'm, I'm, uh, but when it comes to, you know... Uh, entertainment value, you know, any Highland Games event is more entertaining than any one or three of these uh, Olympic events. True. You know, so they could all actually be substituted. Very true. Correct? Yes. True. <coughs> I'm glad we agree on that. Well, thanks for being a part of that. Oh, you're our, welcome. Our guests oh, and you, Big Daddy. Thank, no, I, thank you for having me. I think we should... Uh, thank you for allowing me to read. Uh, well, yes, you did a very nice job. <laughs> Go Canada. Quit... <laughs> uh, Yay, go Canada. Oh, how's the medal count, by the way? Are we ahead of you guys? Depends you... on which medals. Hey, Candy Sprinkles, look up the um, medal count for the Winter Olympics. See who's in the lead. Uh, we don't care whoever else, Norway and all that, but between Canada and the U.S. I Switzerland. Believe, I believe you guys have more medals than us, but we have more quality medals. <laughs> <laughs> That's so, BS. First in medals is Russia, then the Netherlands, third is the United States, Yes. Uh, Canada's like sixth. Oh. Oh. But yet, if you look at the other websites and it ranks it by goals, <laughs> we're sitting in third place. So yeah, it depends well, on how you rank that. Obviously, that's not the way we Canada site. and U.S. <laughs> and Russia and the Netherlands all have four gold medals. But we have more silver. Germany has seven gold medals. All gold. Really? Yep. Solid gold? Solid. They have seven gold medals that are all gold? That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's a lot just, of gold in them there, medals. Just proves that we are the best. Yes. Woohoo! We're better than you, Canada. All right. Yeah, suck it, Canada. Suck it, Canada. Suck it, Trebek. Shut out their microphones before they get a chance to speak. <laughs> Quick, turn them down, turn them down. I'd also like to point out she was looking at the Fox News website. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> from Canada. They lie. They lie. Canada. The official Sochi website. We will, uh, we will be out on that. He's reading it from The Onion. We're going to skate to one song, one song only. Lady Hump by the Black Eyed Peas. What you going to do with all that junk, all that junk inside my trunk? I'm going to get you, get you drunk, get you drunk off my Lady Hump, my hump, my hump, my lovely Lady Hump. I'm not skating to anything with references to Lady Humps? I don't even know what that means. No one knows what it means, but it's provocative. This is where the DJ talks. Don't say anything. Okay. I love that. Okay. Good day and welcome to our single. I'm Bob McKenzie and this is my brother Doug. How's it going, eh? <laughs> Big Daddy, you know what that means? Yeah, I know what it means. What does it mean? It means it's time for our guests. It's time for our guests interview and we got All that the way special, from where? Well, we got that special Bob and Doug McKenzie song in honor of our guests. 
Because they're from Canada. They're from Canada. Welcome to Fork Talk Studios, Dom the Rhino Horgan. And Thunder Ray Shahabe. Thunder Ray. Thanks for having us. Welcome, Thank gentlemen. You. Thanks for being had. Yes, sirree. So uh, let's give a little background on our guests. Well, Fork Talk Nation knows uh, Rhino because he is our official security officer. Yes, he is. Yes. Um, and we're going to talk a little bit more about him and yes. what he does. Yeah, indeed. And then Thunder Ray. Thunder the legal, the legal Ray stuff or the, the other stuff? You can say whatever you want. We when hope you'll say. To. Hopefully, hopefully things that are provocative. When you're pointed to. <laughs> but Thunder Ray is a thrower. He is. Yes. And a member of the uh, Vista crew. What does Vista stand for? I bet uh, you don't know. Victoria Island Scottish Throwers uh, Association or something like that. Is that, that. right, Thunder Ray? Uh, it's Vancouver Island. Scottish oh, Vancouver. Vancouver Island. I knew that. Yes. Um, but we talk about Ray all the time because he is the AD for one of our favorite games in the whole world. I would have to say probably my top one. The top one. The one yep. we love to go to that yep. kicks off every season for we us. We haven't missed a year in a long time. Yeah. Yep. So the Victoria Highland Victoria Games, Highland and he is the athletic director. Yeah, we love having you guys up there. Of course you Ooh, do. Yes, you do. We put life in that place. That we do. You in know, fact, last year can you they... imagine that game without us? No. <laughs> like, how, did, how did they get to 50 years without us? That's crazy. 150. Oh, that's right, 150. 150 years. Hey. I knew it was it's something like that. It's 151st this year coming up. That's true. Yeah. Ray did a sparkling job last year running it. The 150th. No, that's a lot. No, what you got to understand is there's a lot of pressure. He looks when you're good. the 150th anniversary of the Highland Games, and you're the athletic director running True. the athletics. That's a lot of freaking pressure. Ray looks good for 150. He does. He's I mean, he a day over 149. Yeah, he I, looks I, pretty I do good. Pilates. <laughs> <laughs> yes, he does. I do Pilates. So, should we flip a coin, or which one of these gentlemen are we going to start with? Let's talk with the most interesting first. Okay, so we'll <laughs> okay, start <Ray>. with... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's um, funny I'm, you said that. I'm waiting. Uh, that's where I was going. Uh, let's start with the most interesting person first. Okay. That, you know, we're not talking about you. No, can uh, let's talk to Candy Sprinkles. She's a lot more interesting. You two <laughs> bozos. <laughs> <laughs> no, well, uh, I mean, our audience knows. Uh, they knows of. Uh, they know of Rhino, of course, because he's our our security guy. Yes. Uh, we we just kind of gave Ray some props. Right. So why don't we start? We'll just let's ask one basic question, and we'll have them both answer. Both answer. Okay, good. How's that sound? So first question would be, usually, how did you get into Highland Games? Yeah, that's a great question. So that's a good one, Rhino. You start. Okay, I, I was actually looking. Thank you for the point. I was actually <laughs> looking to get involved in uh, uh, strongman competitions, and uh, I hooked up with a guy and. Hooked up with a guy. Hooked, yeah. That's how it always starts. Well, we, we covered this in the bobsled part, right? So continue. <laughs> so there's a common thread. So yeah. that's not where it's a common something, all right. <laughs> and uh, he suggested because uh, because I was a little bit older that maybe strongman competition wasn't the smartest way to go and to give uh, Highland Games uh, a try. So I looked for the, the uh, a local throwing group that was in Victoria and... Uh, I talked to Carl Jensen, who was originally the, my contact, and he brought me on board, and I met Ray, and I met Adam. Adam, who's another one of our... Adam Drummond. Yeah, that's correct. Uh, he's another one of our big throwers. Um, there was... Uh, who else was there? Uh, it was Mike Roth. Right. And, and 
Blue was yeah, there. Fred Blue. Fred Blue was there. He's another. I love Fred Blue. Yeah, we do. You're my boy, Blue. We got man crushes on Fred And that's Blue. pretty much how it all started. And I enjoyed the the heavy aspect of it, the throwing aspect, the camaraderie, the you know the friendships and and the and the like. And then that's uh, that's how it all began. What was your first game? Nice. My first game would have been Victoria. Victoria. Yeah. Victoria. Yeah, that's how I kicked it off. Nice. That was my first season. Yeah. Cool. Bray, what Thunder. Thunder, what about you? Thunder Ray. Uh, well, me, I was bo- actually born in Scotland, um, raised in Ontario, and so basically we I grew up going to the Highland Games and watching them, and then I'd moved out to Victoria, and uh, just by happenstance, I happened to think around, I think it was around April, I was like, hey, I wonder what's happening with the Highland Games out here. I haven't been to see them in a long time. First thing that popped up on the website was about a clinic with Ryan Vieira, um, the th- uh, five-time world champion at that time. Of course, I don't need to say that here. Um, and they basically said they'd do a clinic and compete as a novice right afterwards. I was like, yeah, I'll give that a try. You know, I always kind of mm-hmm. enjoyed watching it and stuff like that. Um, so I contacted at that point, again, Carl, because he was the athletic director, signed up, came out, uh, did the clinic with him in the morning, competed in the afternoon, and just got hooked. How about that? Um, Your first throwing opportunity is with Ryan five-time. Five-time. Five Five-time world champion. Ryan Vieira. That's good stuff. It's a good way to start. No wonder you're you're so good. Yeah, it's a great start. I got a question about that, too. And so your first game was Victoria as well. Yeah. Yeah, that was my first time ever even picking up an implement or anything. Was that? That was a novice? Wow. Yeah. Yeah, Okay. Cool. Very good. Um, You also have a background in um, karate. Yeah. In fact, it's Ishinru, if I'm not uh, mistaken. Uh, Well, the karate I do is called Yoshikai. Um, but previous to that, I used to train with an outfit called Temple Kung Fu. Mm-hmm. Um, which so never taught, did Ishinru? No, not Ishinru. Where did I get Ishinru from? Sounds like Yoshikai. Uh, uh, <laughs> it's different than the one I oh, started I with. It's John Crane does John Ishinru, Crane, yeah. and I uh, studied Ishinru in Okinawa. I thought, uh, that's okay. why. That's I thought why you I studied Cream of Some Young Guy. Ishinru, isn't no, that? No, I uh, ate Cream of Some Young Guy. Oh, that's a very okay. famous soup from there. Yes. Okay. I thought it was a combo number three, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah, but could be. But yeah, I don't know, karate, yeah, but I know crazy. Now, does crazy. does does uh, martial arts translate at all into Highland Games? Where it translates into is the technical side of it, the footwork. Like basically, you train stances, you train footwork all the time. So, and okay. I, I remember even Ryan mentioning that when I first came out, he basically looked at me. He's like, "You sure you haven't done this before?" Because the footwork, the stances, it's all very similar. It all carries right over. Oh, interesting. Um, so for me, it was kind of. You get a lot of people in the Highland Games that come from previous power sports, and so they have the strength, but they need to get the technique. For me, it was almost the opposite. I picked up the technique really fast, but needed to work on the strength. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah. Very good. With me, it was the opposite. I had strength with no technique, and now I have nothing. (laughs) That is true. That is true. uh, Let's go back to uh, Dom. Did you have any other previous uh, history of sports in your uh, life? Yeah, I played uh, a lot of rugby mm-hmm. in uh, high school, and I played some uh, junior football for, well, a Canadian football. Canadian football? Yeah. Oh, that's good. That's well, where mine came from. That's, what was your uh, position in football? I was a guard. Tight end. Right. Hey. <laughs> I had a tight end. He guarded the water. And, and then there was bobsleigh, so. <laughs> what, um, <laughs> Rhino, what do you do for a living? I'm a corrections officer in, uh, in B.C., Correction, hence the Jail security guard. for Correct. us. Yes, that's why we hired him. So you work in the prison system Correct. of Canada. Yeah, that's usually what prison guards do. <laughs> I work in the provincial system, which is 
uh, each each province has their own system, and then there's a federal system, which is the entire country, right? And so, are these the are, are these the white collar criminals? Or are these hey, the hey 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 hey? Why has it got to be white? Because that's what they call it when they wear white shirts because they're like business low key type people. Got you. Yeah. Sorry. No. I, are, I, I, are, are, we, are these talking full on criminals, nah, drug I, addicts, and I work and, in a maximum security jail, so yeah. So these are the the bad boys. These are the bad of the bad. Bad yeah. of the worst. Worst of the bad. And That's why they have him working there because he's a badass. And what specific kind of? Th- I mean, what do you do specifically? He beats the shit out of the- people. No, he doesn't. Specifically, what is? What do you do within the prison system? I mean, you're a guard, but like, so, what's a shift like for you? I mean, do you literally walk the the area and the tiers? Yeah, we walk the tiers. You watch we, them take showers. We no, you should no. We have curtains for that. Yeah, so we don't have to watch them at all. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, that's that's pretty much uh, that's pretty much the basic. It's uh, care, custody, and control is what we what we call it. We make sure they they get their square meals, three three square meals a day. We make sure they're clothed. We make sure they're clean. We have uh, other other units or other departments within the uh, the jail system that uh, for programs that teaches them things, and we have uh, work programs that uh, where they build wood products they build picnic tables and all that sort of stuff that you you may see on documentaries and and stuff up here down here with that with the same type of idea down chairs do they have a weight room yeah they have a gymnasium do they? yeah where they, they have weights they have the nautilus type system mm-hmm. we don't we don't give them any free weights mm-hmm. for yeah. obvious reasons <laughs> Well, I mean, it used to be a big deal, you know. Has that changed over time? Do, do, is that fairly common in prison systems now that they don't let them? Because wasn't it? It used to be the thing that, or at least it seems like maybe that was just the movies where you know prisoners got nothing to do, so they sit and work out and lift. Well, with I think Olympic. That, it's pretty true to form. Yeah. Pretty true to form. They got nothing to do, so when they have their their rec periods, yeah. they actually get to to hit the weights. But they're not allowed much. to use uh, free weights at all. No free weights at all. No. Yeah, interesting. I'm not. I can't speak for the federal system because I don't know for sure. But yeah. they may have free weights, and if they do have free weights, I'm pretty sure they have their cable, so they're actually chained to the floor, so they can't go anywhere with them. All right. Because they use them to beat the crap out of each other, right? So. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It could definitely hurt someone <laughs> with a 45 pound plate. Pretty much. Yeah. 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 Okay. I'm currently posted in, in the control tower, which oversees all the alarm systems, the doors, the locking systems, any sort of movement, uh, inmate movement from area to area, staff, the same, that all that stuff. So. Gotcha. Yep. So you guys, uh, yeah, because you move them around the system into very secure areas and stuff like that. Yep. Correct. Yeah, because yeah, they're cool. in a prison. They need to be really secure. And, and we're unarmed. Too, uh, oh, yeah. We don't have guns. We do. Oh, that's we do not have, true. We do have access to uh, a, a weapons uh, pep- locker, pepper spray. That's and not true. Batons. That's not true. Okay. That's no, not true. true. No, it's, it's not. True. No, it's not. No, it's not. true. You are armed. Oh yeah. Well, yeah, you got guns, baby. <laughs> Thank you very much. <laughs> Thanks for noticing. <laughs> yeah. Very no, good. If, for our listening audience, if you've never seen uh, Rhino Dom, right? If you've never seen him, he's a he's a big guy. He's uh, just this shy of probably six foot tall. Uh, how much do you think you weigh, Bob? Uh, about 290, about 295. 290-ish, yeah. He's a, he's a big, stout fella. So I'm sure the, he probably gives a, sends a chill up the spine to some of those little twinky inmates. <laughs> I imagine there's some that are big, though. Are there big inmates? inmates? Yeah. Uh, yeah, not many, though. Not many? No. Really? They're all junkies. They're, uh, yeah, junkies gotcha. don't get big unless they're junky on steroids. Gotcha, gotcha. Wacky on the junk. And and Thunder Ray, what do you do for a living? I'm a carpenter. We work mostly on residential projects. Jesus was a carpenter. 
<laughs> yes, he was, Big Daddy. <laughs> he was a Jewish carpenter. Are he, you a Jewish carpenter? He was, Not yes. a Jewish carpenter, no. Hmm. With a name like Shahavitz. <laughs> spell it. I'll give you 10 bucks if you can spell Shahavitz right now. S-I-O-C-H-O-V-I-T-C-Z. Oh, you're right. Close right until you got to the V. C-S-I-O-C-H-O-W-I-C-Z. Ah, I was close, dude. Yeah, not bad. You got the first part right. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. So that's worth five bucks, I think. No, it's not. <laughs> yeah, it is. No, it's not. I want five bucks. I'll give you five I want bucks. my $2. <laughs> Bend over. <laughs> that's a whole different segment. So a carpenter, in what particular carpentry area are you most? Pretty much mostly residential. Um, I mean, we've done everything from finishing, <laughs> flooring, to framing, stuff like that. But, okay, uh, so all areas. But all areas, but pretty much all residential, so your homes and renos and stuff like that. Do you use a nail gun, or do you do it the old-fashioned way? Uh, it depends on what you're doing. I mean, we do hand nail if that's what you need to do, but if you're doing something that requires speed and you're doing a lot of nailing, you use a uh, nail gun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like if you're doing a lot of framing these days, it's nice to have a nail gun because what? it's just, it, you know, it's easier. Yeah, and it's and it's the speed aspect too, yeah. right? And finish works easier with a nail gun, I think. Yeah, because you're not marring the finish and everything. Exactly. Good point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, do you do you like uh, the framing stuff more than the finish work, or what's your favorite? I would say myself, um, I prefer more the finish work. Yeah. To get a chance to not necessarily slow down because speed is not necessarily an issue, but um, you get a chance to make it look nice and you get to see the finished product. Yep. Um, do a good job, basically, where framing is more about speed. Right. Go, 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 go. And are you like uh, m- most tradesmen in that the cobbler has no shoes, that you basically live in a tent because you're too busy building homes and not actually having one for yourself? That's really none of your business. I really think that that was a low blow. And, Ray, I'm sorry. <laughs> kind of personal, I think. Well, we, we usually just set up tents in the basement of the people we're working in. You know, just <laughs> Squatters. Look what you did. Now he's all pissed off. Squatters, nice. Nice yeah. work. Let me ask you this. I don't want to put you on the spot or anything, either one of you, okay? Mm-hmm. Um, I really don't want to put you on the spot, but I'm going to ask you this question. I need to answer it honestly. <laughs> between between Hoss and Big Daddy, oh, no. which one do you like the best? Oh, my goodness. Shut up, Hoss. You're really going to do that? I have to. I have to know. Ray, you're first. Do you, do you, do you guys have a Fifth Amendment here? Can I plead right. that right plead now? Right, You can, but not today. Not today. Yeah, go ahead. Well, I, I got I got to stay at your house tonight, so I'm going to have to go with Jay Big Daddy. Uh, I love you, Ray. Shut up. Okay, <laughs> Dom, you're next. Rhino. It's fixed. Rhinoceros. Is it raining right now? It's, it's raining men. It's Hallelujah, rain. it's raining men. Go ahead. Big Daddy or Hoss? Well, you know what? I met you first. So me. So I would have to say currently. The champion. You you are a attention whore. I am. Let's ask one more person. And that's hey, why. <laughs> Candy will tell you she likes you better, too. What are you trying to say? Um, trying to vote you off the show. Have a nice day, well, Bubba. You, you've done a good job. <laughs> I'm out. Yeah, now that you have a picture of how the soundboard's set up, we don't really need. Pretty pause, much. You know? Yeah. I'm telling you right now, we take all the wires, we wrap them around the box, and throw it in the cart. I think you'd electrocute yourself. It wouldn't be the just first time. Just setting it up. It would hey, not be would, the first That time. would be good radio. It usually it would be works. good radio. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be doing my, my uh, Michael J. Fox impression. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I know. I know. Yeah, I'm the insensitive man because I make fun of Michael J. Fox. We're aware of that. Yeah. Yes. So let's, let's ask a couple of Canadian questions. 
Since oh, they're from Canada. Oh, How do, about that? Okay. What? Do you know any? I'm, yeah, yeah. I'm not sure where you're going with this. I'm going to go with a little Canadian question here. Okay. The term good good day. Is that a is that an Eastern or Western Canada thing? Good day. Yeah, good day. Good day, folks. Interesting. I'm not sure if it's Eastern or Western. I mean, I've used it. Sounds more Australian. Good day, mates. Say it like you would say it in Canada. Good day? Yeah, you. Good day. See? Okay, so uh, what does it mean? It means to have a good day. (laughs) Awesome. That's pretty cool. See? Now, we've got real Canadians giving us real Canadian terms, and we know the meaning of them. That's amazing. Let's try this one. A. Eastern. Eastern Canada, right? Yeah, I don't hear these guys ever say A. They don't. They don't, as a matter of fact. I've been caught saying it. But I am from originally grew up in Ontario. So. And what does it mean exactly? I don't even know if it really means know. anything. It's yeah. just sort of an add-on at the end of something. It's like it's like Americans. A lot of Americans say "huh," mm-hmm. right? So yeah, you'll yeah. say "blah blah blah blah," huh? Yeah, and I don't know if. Well, it's... I, I I catch myself sometimes, and Angie catches me too. I, you know, because I'm from the Midwest, and I'll I'll, I'll I'll say something, and then I'll say yes. You know, mm-hmm. like we're going to go to dinner tonight. Yes. You know, so maybe it's kind of like that. You know, yeah, a yeah. It just fills in at the end of a sentence. It's actually spelled words. e h. Am I correct? Yep. Yeah. And that, yeah. Okay. Exactly. See, when it comes to Canada, I'm like the foremost expert. Those were your two probing Canadian questions. <laughs> <laughs> we're not probing anybody here, buddy. <laughs> Thank Christ. You I don't love, know what kind of show you think this you, is. You love probes. You guys, hey, you're safe. Keep hey, your pants on. You love, that's why we came. You love probes. <laughs> <laughs> you promised. It was in our rider. Are there any? Uh, all right, all right there, uh, smartass. Uh, how many? Give me a Canadian term that you know of that uh, you know, they might be able to say. A boot. The, yeah. A boot. A boat. A boot. A lot of the because uh, I went to went to college in the Midwest and lived in the Midwest. A lot of the Midwesterners have picked that up. Mm-hmm. There's, they do a little bit of the uh, Canadian boat. Well, if you've ever seen Fargo, that's uh, pretty much pretty yeah, much pretty yeah, much yeah. Canadianism. Yep, it pretty is. much at its best. Yep. Um, what's uh, Rhino? What's your favorite event in Highland Games? You have a favorite? Yeah, I do actually, it, and surprisingly enough, something I haven't mastered yet, and it's Kaybird. Oh, okay. Yes, it is one of the most difficult, probably the most difficult, actually. I was actually there when he turned his first caber. He was? Were you? Yeah. Nice. Where was that again? Was that? uh, It was Coquitlam. Coquitlam, yeah. 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 Nice. What about you, Thunder? You got a favorite event? I know it ain't caber. (laughs) Caber would be up there. Um, I would say it'd be probably a mix between either lightweight for distance or sheaf. Yeah. I like that. Okay. Yeah, I, I'm with you on that, too. Nice. I'd say the same thing for me. Now, for the Fork Talk Nation, so, Dom, you've just started doing um, Masters. Correct. Correct, yes. Yep. And you're a newer thrower, yep. relatively speaking, compared to the, th- the three of us. I would say that, yeah. And so you've been slowly bringing your numbers up, yes? Yep. Yep. And then um, the... Um, Thunder, you are a current an A class thrower, yes? Yeah, I like to bring up the bottom of the A class. You know, <laughs> now, were you a, a B thrower when we first met you four or five years ago, yep. or you were, and then you you kind of the, my, in my the last two years came up to A, or has it been three? Uh, yeah, three. last two years, three. three. I think the year before I kind of bent back and forth a little bit because I was right on the cusp, and then I went up. Right. But uh, I think the first time, one of my, well, my first experience with an American Games is me and Fred Blue show up to Bellingham, 
and we're like, oh, I wonder what our, wonder what our competitor is going to be like. And the first person we see in the tent is Jay Big Daddy O'Neill. <laughs> we're just like, oh, crap, do we have to compete against that guy? <laughs> right. Little did they know. That I sucked. Yes. No. That was um, actually way out. It was one of my, my, I think it was one of my uh, first games back, I think. Yeah. And, yeah. and that's why I was going with this, because um, we all have our competitors. Or we all have our people that we throw against semi-regularly that are kind of our nemesis a bit. You go back and forth with. Oh, yeah. Right? Dom, you've got some of those people in your throwing career that you've started to get, like, where I'm going to beat this guy. I want to beat this guy, right? Yeah. You got any names? No, you don't have to. You <laughs> I'm can. Just kidding. But but the reason why I was going with this is is Thunder and Big Daddy were kind of pretty close at they a got, certain point, right? They had you guys a good were going yeah, that rivalry sort of traded, back and forth. Games they back were, and uh, forth. Yeah, they had a good rivalry. It was fun. Yeah. It was really and a fun it was fun time. to watch. I think it, it pushed both of us. I mean, yeah. that's that's all all throughout our B career. Basically, I'd come out to a games, I would win one, then he'd win the next one. And yeah, right. You know, that was good. We yeah. had, uh, oh, you need that. We had a, we. Had, it was always fun because you know, I could always count on Ray being there, and you know, we we're we're buddies, but yet yeah. you know, we're we're throwing against each other, but there's no animosity. You know, no, it was no, just, just fun. You yeah. know. Yeah. But yeah. Now, but you're not yet a master, right? You're no. still a young boy? Yeah, I still got the three years, I guess, to go. Th- three years. Two, three years. For, uh, so for Jay, so you don't take your shoes off to count, that is 37. Mm. Yeah. Thank okay. you very much. I actually wasn't paying attention. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, and, so you've got three more years of A competition. Yeah. And um, recently, who has had the higher sheaf of you two? Oh, you mother <laughs> Just wondering. Just wondering. Um, yeah, I mean, Big we, Daddy we haven't really, because you've been doing the 16 and I've been doing the 20, so yeah. we haven't really uh, been compared. Mm, I would say you Enum, probably got the higher 16 and I probably have the higher 20 right now, but it Enum, depends on the day. Enum Claw, we, comp- we, don't, we, we competed against each other in Chief a few times. Yeah. And Enum Claw, a couple years ago, we both threw A together. Yeah. I didn't beat you on height. I beat you on amount Count back. Count back. Well, yeah, then the, then yeah. the, okay. well, the Who went over the, first? Day, and then the next year, we had that three-way tie with Duncan for second place. Yeah. Me, you, Duncan, and That's that. right. That's right. Yep. Yeah. You know, there's another thing that you're famous for at Enumclaw. Because there's another championship event in Enumclaw that is quite prestigious. Yep. And you accomplished this. Yep. Yes. Do you remember that. that, Big Daddy? Mm-mm. No. There, there is a restaurant that has a famous breakfast. Now I'm with you. Called <laughs> the Skillet. <laughs> the and, kettle. And the kettle. The kettle. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Skittle, kettle. Yeah. And the you and kettle. Ray, you ate the whole thing. Yep. And it's like the old 69er. If you eat the whole thing, what do you get? Uh, you get a T-shirt. You get a T-shirt. <laughs> That's the 96er, by the way, not the 69er. <laughs> <laughs> and for the 69er, you get the clap. You don't yeah. get a clap. <laughs> the, right. the 69ers at the skillet. I always get that yeah. inverted. Don't worry, he's dyslexic when it comes to numbers. He's got numbers dyslexic. I always, always, I always got 69 on a brain. <laughs> he went to the 69er at the skillet. So, um, and so you were able to. How many pounds of food is that? I don't know. Does it even say? And it's a it's lot. It's basically just a, a big. Plate of hash. hash browns and eggs and meat. meat and, yeah. You know, I bet you you just, mostly the main browns. thing is you got to be careful you don't get bored that's while right. you're eating it. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> Interesting. You know, that, that, could, that could kill you right there. I think that's what I remember uh, Rhino saying. Dom <laughs> yeah. was like, because when I heard this the first time, I was assuming, I'd assume that Dom could really polish this thing off. 
But Dom said, I just got bored. You did. <laughs> and it was funny because I was sitting right there because I was right across from them when they got it. And, you know, I know Ray's a big eater because I know that. I've seen him eat, right? But uh, I figured, well, you know, Dom, he's such a big guy. He's, you know, he's going to really challenge him, you know. Well, right. Dom got like a halfway through and he's like, I'm done. I'm and bored. I'm like, what the hell? And he was bored. And it makes a lot of sense because I get the same way. It's not that I'm mm-hmm. not, not that I'm really full. Just that I don't want to eat anymore. I don't feel like it. Yeah, I, think the, I think the mistake you made, too, is I, I made sure I got the meat eater one, so there's lots of meat and, like, different flavors in it. You yeah. got, like, I think basically the egg and, or the potato and cheese one. Yeah, it's pretty good. Ooh, the potato. <laughs> that will just, it just yeah. blows yeah. up in oh, your yeah. tummy. Yeah, that was, that was the problem. Yeah. The but, funny if, thing but, of course, that. then I show up to the claw afterwards. Yeah. And, in an extra small T-shirt. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they, got, they got this big, massive meal. You get a free T-shirt for it. I'm like, oh, can I get a double extra large? Oh, sorry, we only have... Um, uh, like, like large direction <laughs> large. With, and of course, I've got, a, I've got a food baby going from eating it. And I show up and I have to wear the t-shirt anyways. So look I look like somebody in an American Walmart walking around. <laughs> we only got petite. He qualified that as an American Walmart. <laughs> hey, the, the funny thing about that was because it was a pro, Carrie Overfelt, who actually yep. was a, a champion at that same event. Mm-hmm. And uh, so Shahavitz walks up with his new t-shirt on, size extra small. Proud as punch. You know, with his, with his gut <laughs> hanging out, you know, looking like a pregnant lady. And he, he's pointing to the T-shirt, and it looked like Kerry's like, why is this guy over here, and why is he pointing at his belly? Oh, he called me over. <laughs> That's not the way I remember. No. Okay. <laughs> I remember it my way. Very good. So, yeah. It, it, it's, it, it's funny how relationships develop because, you know, we – We've been friends for a long time, and, and it's all kind of wrong the Highland Games, but we've all become such great buddies and friends, and, you know, it's, it's mm-hmm. really cool. I think the first time I met Dom was at Kelso. That's correct. Is that yeah. right? Yeah. yeah. Really? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And the, uh, the irony of that is that that was when I broke Ray Shahavitz's that he didn't even know he had, the field record for sheep. Yeah. Oh, yeah? Ray wasn't there. Yeah, I and keep I getting I, these text messages, Jay broke your field record. I'm, what? I have a field record? <laughs> <laughs> Now, Big Daddy and I have been talking about this on previous, I think, episodes and and just in our normal life. But we're we're not we're we're of course coming up for Victoria for the games this year. Um, we are probably not going to be coming up for the pub crawl. And we're unfortunately con- for you. And we're concerned that the pub crawl may just die a death because we're not there. Because it pretty much yeah, because it wasn't going on years before we ever got there. Well, it it was, but just barely, and we you know we feel like <laughs> we feel like our presence really took it up a notch, and now everybody's going to feel like it was you know where did it go? Yeah. It's going to we'll be see. a struggle for I sure. I think you're right. The only thing we can really do, and we've talked to some guys, we're going to get some cardboard cutouts made <laughs> of your faces. <laughs> nice. It, it it won't be the same thing, but right. You know, we could do little voice boxes and put it on there so you press it and it's Big Daddy going. <laughs> yeah, because, because that's the sound I always make. Yeah. <laughs> How about this sound? F you. <laughs> that, that and Neil Young. Yeah. Old oh, man, look at my life. Thunder. Thunder, like why did you bring that up again? Now we got to listen to him sing as Neil. <laughs> I got Neil Young Tourette's. I can't help myself. Yes, you do. Yes, you do. Um, you got any more questions for these jokers? Um, yeah. Yes. So it's, uh, I got a question for you. Okay. <laughs> Excuse me. What's your favorite food, Ray? Thunder Ray? What is my favorite food? Yeah. Everything. I would say steak. Steak. What do you? How do you like it done? Medium. Medium. 
Okay. Yeah, so you can't really make a decision. So, Dom, <laughs> um, how about yourself? What's your favorite food? Pizza. Pizza? What kind of pizza? You can't make a decision either. So I guess that's a Canadian thing. They like a certain thing, but they cannot decide about whether they want it. Really? Yeah. The um, what, what? What do you like than, on your pizza, you freak? Other, vi- other than <laughs> other than everything. Vic- other than Victoria, you see? I just told you he can't make a decision. He wants everything on it. Other than Victoria, <laughs> what is your favorite games that you go to yearly? And you don't have to plug the Bellingham games. You don't have to. Oh, thank God. <laughs> <laughs> I was I was gonna say it would be probably a cross up between Bellingham or Enumclaw. Yeah, Enumclaw's a good one. Um, yeah. Both both for different reasons. Bellingham, I think, is a great way, um, like, just getting with the locals. It's the, kind of the first, aside from Victoria, it's the first one in Washington, for me anyways, when yeah. I travel down. Right. Um, and it was and the then, one where we met. Yeah. And it's, yeah, it's just, and the, the whole history of it and everything. And then Enumclaw, because you get a chance to, they get A's coming in from all over the country, and you get a chance to throw with new guys. Um yeah, yeah, I'm with you on that one, definitely. You know, what if, about you, if, Dahmer? If based on based on memories and based on friendships and that sort of thing, I think for me, my favorite Canadian games is obviously Victoria. Yep, because that's where it all began. And I think my year end games at Kelso, the the wind up mm-hmm. games where just about everybody shows up for for Kelso because it's a right. it's a wind up weekend, right? It's yeah. where everybody gets to hug and kiss and shake hands and have fun and the, the season's over and reminisce. And right. then, My guess you know, would be that each of the regions where you, you basically throw in a bunch of games in your area, I bet you all the different bowling crews have got this, right? I bet mm-hmm. you like the Buffalo Heavies have got an early game that they all kind of go to that starts off like a Victoria. Right. And then they probably have one towards the end where, like you're saying, it's like at that point you may want to do well, you may not. It may not matter to you. It's just yeah. that you're there and you're kind of giving it the final great year, good to see you, have a great off season. Yeah, by the time you hit uh, Kelso in September, you're done probably. Yeah. I mean, yeah. most of us are. Anyway. Right, in our world, yeah, yeah. the Pacific Northwest, yeah. yeah. And yeah, I'm sure Kel- the others Kelso are. is definitely more about fun, especially when you add in the team event the next day. Right. Right. Yeah. Well, then we, we always bring our uh, our uh, sheaf fork uh, caddy bag. True. Right? Yep. Yes. With the beer tap and all the nine Yeah, so that's always a good wind-up. Yep. Do you, do you love poutine as much as we do? I don't. Yeah, that's a problem. No. Why? I'm not a big... Well, it's just gravy and cheese your gravy and cheese shut up get off the show (laughs) (laughs) your mom's gravy and cheese i I, honestly i think we love that canadian invention more than the canadians i think we love everything canadian more than the canadians do in fact i don't even think they're canadian they don't quite pull up your shirts (laughs) (laughs) what how does that i don't know (laughs) what does that have to do with canadianism i just i just i I say that all the time (laughs) oh man look at my life (laughs) oh my giddy eye the whip the whip how about you ray hear it again poutine baby you're not gonna like the answer sure i will i'm not a huge i'm not again i'm not a big gravy guy so yeah yeah um, if you give me the the fries with cheese, I'm all into that. But yeah, you know what they call that? They call that fries with cheese, yeah. freak. It's not poutine. Yeah. <laughs> Good answer, Ray. <laughs> well, as we both know, Ray and I both know, and um, that the Hoss here is like a poutine freak. Yep. He loves it more than anything. The last time when we were in Victoria visiting you guys for your games, we spent five days in Victoria. Yes. Mm-hmm. And every day he had to have poutine. Now, 
I thought I loved poutine. By day three, I was done. Yep. I needed some meat. <laughs> you were poutine bound up was by not then. Covering it. You didn't want any oh, more yeah. cheese. I had, were... a, I had to stick a thumb in my ass just to poop. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I just had poutine in North Carolina. Really? Yes. You know what they call it in uh, Mississippi? What do they call it? Boo fries. That's right. That's what Andrew uh, Devil Ange yeah. told me that. Yeah, yeah. They it was on the menu uh, as poutine, and I asked the waiter, "Hey, is it you know is it any good?" And he's like, "Yeah, I think it's pretty good." And I'm like, "I'm an expert, <laughs> so this. But I'm going to tell you. Well, I don't care if it's good or not. I'm still going to have it, and I'm going to tell you if it is proper good poutine." And the waiter said. Yeah, table number five, troublemaker. Right, spit in it. <laughs> um, it was, the fries were not bad. The gravy was peppery. They screwed up on the cheese, so that was their big downfall. What kind of cheese were they using? Uh, you know, it was uh, like a mozzarella. You can't use mozzarella. I know. It was just, it was wrong. It, was, it wasn't It was cheese curds. Oh, no wonder it was screwed and, up. And um, the one good thing about it was they did like basically a, a braised short rib off the bone. That they had, you know, cooked and was really tender, and that was their meat that they put on it, as that opposed to them. bacon. And that wasn't bad. Um, had they had some better cheese and maybe a little bacon and chives on there, I we, we would have had a poutine. If you really want a really good poutine, you should probably go to Eastern Canada because that's probably where they make it the best. Totally agree, right? And yeah. there's that place in Calgary that all they do is poutine. That's how also poutines. Well, there's a place yes. in Victoria now um, that does called, just that. Yeah, it's called La Belle Patate. Oh, and that's they great. Just oh, yeah, we a never went there. Bunch, oh. A whole yeah. bunch of different told us types of poutine. Yeah. And, yeah. yeah, and I haven't been there yet. Fred Blue keeps telling me we got to go there. They told yep. us that last year. And we because didn't. they did the, they like, there's one of them where they do the, the fries in in goose fat or something like that. Or goat butter. <laughs> Sheep cum. Your goat butter. Your mom's goat butter. <laughs> um, Zoa. All right, uh, Steph, where's the whip? I think we're ready to get out of here. Oh, there it is. All right. Well, hey, uh, for, so first of all, thanks for coming down to visit us, you two. Yeah, to thanks for it coming It was super down. special to have you in studio for Fork Talk, episode 16. Super special. It was. It was awesome. Thank you for having us. You guys we sound pretty it. silky smooth on They're the radio. They're actually our first guests in studio guests, I believe. Yay. True. All right. Max was our first. No, he wasn't. Yeah. No. He, well, he's yeah. a sponsor. He's a sponsor. He True. On. He paid True. to get on. They are. Yeah, he's paid. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> nice. Um, and you know what I was surprised with? Thunder Ray is not as boring as I thought he'd be on the radio. <laughs> oh, thank you. <laughs> I find that offensive. I'm sorry, Thunder Ray. What? Just, You're I, the one who was saying it. <laughs> no, that wasn't me. <laughs> You're such a Benedict Arnold. Your mom's a Benedict Arnold. That's breakfast, isn't it? You're an eggs Benedict. That's an eggs Benedict Arnold. What you can't see for Tech Nation is Better. Dom and Jay trying to do a hand clap, fist bump, fist bump whatever. Yeah, I'm sure that translates really good on the radio. Nice job. I said you can't see hey, it, but it was that. retarded. That's all I'm saying. You're retarded. <laughs> it's white man excitement. <laughs> Hey, now. Pretty much. <laughs> well, for Jay, that is short and violent. <laughs> what is? Your white man love. So? 42 seconds of fury. I always say that. Uh, Who are you going to please with that? that Me. One. Listen. You uh, got to include foreplay. What? Huh? You know what foreplay is down south? 
Get out of the truck, bitch. <laughs> I've decided this is your theme song as we go out of this segment. That's right. Not only have you disappointed Marky Mark, but you've also disappointed the Funky Bunch in the in the process of what you've been saying. Oh man, look at my life. I'm a lot like you. Well, now that's a mashup. A mashup Neil yeah. Young and Marky Mark and the Funky Bunch. Oh man, old man, old man, <laughs> old man. Oh my old gosh. Man. Look at my, look at my, look at my, look at my life. I'm a lot like old man. Oh old my god. Man. Oh my god! That's B Daddy right there. <laughs> that is that is disturbing. Bee Whatever Daddy you were doing, his house. That was disturbing. You're disturbing. We are out. This whole court's disturbing. You're out of order. You're out of You're order. Out of order. <laughs> this whole thing's out of order. Security. Off we go. Security. Off we go. <laughs> I'm choking. Not only did we embarrass Marky Mark, we let down the Funky Bunch. They're laughing at us. Hey, they laughed at Louis Armstrong when he said he was going to go to the moon. Now he's up there laughing at them. What do you guys have that none of the other teams have? Twin dongs. Do you mind? I'm trying to eat here. Just thought you'd like to see what a skater's body really looks like. Hmm? Go ahead, drink it in. Don't be shy. Looking's for free. Touching's going to cost you something. All right, Big Daddy, we're back. Yep, we are back, aren't we? Yes, we are. We didn't go very far. No, we didn't. We're yep. right still here in Fork Talk Studios. Fork Talk Studios, all the way from Burbank, California. Yes, sirree. And it is time for our final segment of the it's show. Historical figure. Historical figure. Yes, sirree. And before we get into that, we must name that who shall be named. named mm-hmm. The Earl of Funk. The Earl the of Ayatollah douche- of Rock and Roll. The Earl of Douchebag. <laughs> Sir Isaac. A Newton. Figgy. Boo. His. We hate your guts, Figgy. Figgy. Figgy is so pathetic. I don't think he ever went to Canada. They just didn't even let him go there. Oh, no. No, he wouldn't be allowed in Canada. I don't think gravity works. I think gravity works differently in Canada. He had five DUIs in seven days. Did he? Yeah, the only reason he didn't have in uh, seven was because he was in jail. In Canada? Pretty much. Oh, my gosh. I didn't know. It. Well, figures he'd be a drunk, too. Oh, yeah. A name a, like Isaac. He's a loser. So he's he's a farmer <laughs> hater. He's a sheep lover. Sheep lover. Yep. He's a DUIer. He's a libertarian. Is he? Yeah. Figgy, boo He's, on you. Ooh. All right. So I voted for Obama. Historical figure. Uh, Who's our historical figure this time? Our, sto- Boss? our historical figure has got a great many things to do with our guests and the subject of the show and a variety of things. Our historical, I can hardly wait. Our historical figure this time is, in sticking with our Canadian theme, is the fifth Earl of Selkirk, Thomas Douglas Selkirk. Does he have anything named after him? You know him? No, I have no idea who that is. Doug- Duke, Duke, Duke. Do they have Duke Earls in Canada? Kirk, Duke of Selkirk, Kirk, Duke of Sel, Captain Kirk. Nice, very, very nice. good. Like that. Douglas was the seventh son of Dunbar Douglas, the fourth Earl of Selkirk, and his oh. wife Helen Hamilton. 
1738 to 1802 is the time frame we're talking about here. Mm -hmm. Uh, She was the granddaughter of Thomas Hamilton, who's the sixth Earl of Haddington. Oh, yeah. His early education was at the Palgrave Academy in Suffolk. That's in England. And and, uh, as he had not been expected to inherit the family estate, because he's the seventh son, right? So he's thinking, there's a whole lot of lines of my brothers that are going to be the next Earl before I am. Pretty much, yeah. Right? I mean, he's got a long wait unless he uh, decides to start cutting the Achilles tenants. Well, so he wasn't expected to inherit anything, so he went to the University of Edinburgh to study to become a lawyer. Well, I mean, yeah, if you're not going to inherit anything, you might as well go find a job. He's Scottish, right? Well, now, while there, he noticed that poor Scottish crofters were being displaced by their landlords. Kicked out of their house. And so, seeing their plight, he investigated ways he could help find new land in the British colonies. After his father's death in 1799, Douglas, the last surviving son. So, in that meantime, he, he had two brothers that died in infancy. Two that died of tuberculosis and two that died of yellow fever. This guy, he, he won the death lottery. He did. <laughs> he totally did. And he became the fifth Earl of Selkirk. He established the Red River Colony in 1811 and brought dozens of families from the Highlands of Scotland to transform the land at Red River into a farming colony. You know that reminds me of? What? Come and sit by my side if you love me. Do not hasten mm-hmm. to bid me adieu. Bid me adieu. But when you're soaking in the Red River Valley, don't forget that you might be sitting in poo. <laughs> you know, they sing that song in the movie Tombstone as well. Really? She does in the bar. You know, you're right. She does. Absolutely. I just thought of that. Anyway, so now, first of all, why this is awesome and cool is one, he's Scottish. Two, he's bringing farmers into the Northeast Canadian Territory. Yes? He is. And so what do those things bring into commonality? Scottish farmers, Nova Scotia. Sheaf. Sheaf and throwing and Scottish Highland Games awesomeness. Um, The Red River Colony was not in Nova Scotia. I'm aware of that, Candy Sprinkles. It's the region, for God's sakes. Get her off the mic. More like Manitoba. Stop. Come Stop. and sit Stop. by my side if you love me. So listen, when Thomas unexpectedly inherited the estate, he used his money and political connections to purchase land and settle poor Scottish farmers in Belfast, Prince Edward Island. Are you guys familiar with these areas? Belf- Prince Edward Island? Prince Edward Island, yep. Yep, in 1803. And Baldoon, Upper Canada, in 1804. He traveled extensively in North America, and his approach and work gained him some fame. In order to continue his work resettling Scottish farmers, Selkirk asked the British government for a land grant in the Red River Valley. The government refused, as the Hudson Bay Company, of Hudson Bay Company fame, right, in uh, Canada and uh, northern United States, um, had been granted a fur trading monopoly on that land. However, Selkirk was very determined, and together with Sir Alexander Mackenzie, 
another good Scottish name. Yeah, great Scottish name, McKenzie. Uh, bought kind of like the brothers McKenzie. Yeah, that's right. He bought enough shares of the um, Hudson Bay Company to let them gain control of the land. This position of power, along with his marriage connections, his wife Jean was the sister of Andrew Wedburn, a member of the Hudson Bay Company governing committee, allowed him to acquire a land grant called. Now, do you are you uh, Canadian friends here? Um, he acquired a land grant called Assiniboia. Assiniboine? They have that in the mall. Assiniboia. A-S-S-I-N-I-B-O-I-A. Do you have a location for that? Because Assiniboia. I think it's nice or Assiniboine right. is actually in Alberta. Yeah. Assiniboine's in the mall. I don't know. It's Well, it's somewhere in the Red River Valley area, Fort north. Come and sit by I my think I think it's around the kind of the Winnipeg. Manitoba area. Okay, okay gotcha. Fort Assiniboine. And so to serve as an agricultural settlement for that company. That's um, what that was all about. I'm lost. So Hudson Bay Company. The first colonization attempts in that area started in 1812, consisting of 128 men led by the new governor. Arriving late in the season, they had uh, built homes. The winter cut them off for hope of planting. The colony became reliant on uh, the support of the Metis. Metis. Uh, Metis. Which is the native peoples, right? Native Native Canadian, northern. French, it's French sort of Canadian. the blend of the, the natives and when the French mated, those are the offspring. Oh, so they're, they're, very cool. They're Indian French. Yeah. Indian yeah. French exactly peoples. Okay, yep. cool. So even with a full growing season the next year, the colony never thrived because of a shortage of food. And in 1814, McDonald issued um, a proclamation, the Pemmican Proclamation prohibiting the export of food from the entire area. The Metis. Metis. Is that right? Metis. Metis. Yeah. Metis. Metis. Who made a living selling pemmican. Big Daddy, do you know what pemmican is? I do. It's actually a concentration of fat and protein. <laughs> yes, it is. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like early throwing uh, supplement powder. It's, it's basically poutine. <laughs> yes, it is. The way I look at it. It's what you put on your poutine. That's, if you know what I mean. Yes, it's what you do. Um, and so the Northwest traders um, responded by arresting them and burning the settlement. The uh, The Northwest um, Trading Company, that was a, a competing group to the Hudson Bay Company. Oh, yeah, the Hudson Bay Company. Gotcha. Yep. So then Robert Semple was appointed governor of the Red River Colony in 1816 and they had this big battle, which was called the Battle of Seven Oaks. It caused the death of 21 of Lord Selkirk's men, including the newly appointed governor. And so there was then a, a battle going on there. So Selkirk and his men responded to the Battle of Seven Oaks by seizing Fort William, which was a trading post that belonged to the Northwest Company. And in the aftermath of that, Selkirk was ordered to appear in a court in Montreal and was charged with four separate offenses, all of which related to the uh, alleged unlawful occupation of Fort William. Selkirk reportedly spent most of his acquired fortune defending himself in court and shortly before his death in 1820. Did he win? Well, I think he won because he was famous. He fought for the rights of these new settlers in the area. He was Scottish. He supported farmers. We know what farmers do when they're bored and they're Scottish. Yep. They throw things. Yes. Yeah. And um, and as usual, we wonder how good of a um, thrower Chief, would he Chief be? Thrower they'd be. How good of a thrower would he be? 
I got a question. Yes. So our question is actually going to be, do we think that the Duke of Helkirk here, or whatever his name is. Earl of Selkirk. What I said. Fifth uh, Earl of Selkirk. <laughs> yeah. The fifth Earl of Selkirk. Yep. We think he'd be a good Island Games guy. Is that right? I think he had the the heritage for it. Is that our question, though? Yeah, that and and we don't know a little. We don't know enough about his physical abilities on whether he could have thrown himself. Well, let's turn this over to the Canucks. Okay. All right. We're going to ask them for their opinion. Yeah. They're still in studio. Yeah. Here with us. They're Canadian. He's Canadian. Hello. Yeah. Right. Scottish Canadian. Okay. Yes. Go ahead. Thunder Ray, Scottish Canadian, probably uh, a descendant. Wait. Probably one of his uh, illegitimate sired lines. Who? Thunder Ray. Shahavitz? Yeah. Yeah. Shahavitz and Hellkirk sound a lot alike. Yep. <laughs> or Selkirk. Selkirk. <laughs> Whatever. What do you think? Good well, good, good Highland Gamer? Speaking of the microphone. The thing, the thing I'm going to base this on is, uh, you know, he settled in the area of basically Winnipeg or Manitoba. Um, I believe there's actually a city there named after him, Selkirk, Manitoba. There is, yes. Um, Population 10. And <laughs> the, the main, I'm going to, and the person I'm thinking of that is from that area, one of the main throwers is Jeff Ingram. I don't know if you guys have met him, but... I have not. He's a very big guy. Um, I think he did a tournament no, at WWE <laughs> or the World Wrestling Federation for a bit there. But Nice. Um, if he looks anything like Jeff Ingram, I'm going to say he was a good thrower. All right. Very good. Dom? Thunder? Sure. Rhino? Yeah, sure? You don't know? Let me see the picture again. Picture of him? Our producer Kenny Sprinkles is showing yeah. Rhino a picture I, I don't of know. him. I don't know. I'm the jury's out. Oh that. no, that guy's no. queer. What? Yeah, that guy ain't throwing. First of nothing. all, that's got throwing... nothing to do with how good of a thrower he would be. The only thing that guy's throwing is temper tantrums. He looks like he would be maybe a lightweight. He looks like he'd be a well. There you go. Definitely a diaper right. weight. Yeah, diaper weight. Yeah, he's a puke. Well, so but he br- <laughs> but he brought Scottish stuff to the Canadian settlements. He didn't carry it himself. Obviously, because he's weak. So maybe he wasn't a great thrower, but he was a promoter? He could have been an AD. Yeah. No, he couldn't. Athletic director. Yeah, no, he could have been. No, no, no. He could have been. No, he couldn't have been. He could have the, we've got, could we've, been a Wally. We, we, he could have been a Wally type AD. Did Wally ever throw, by the way? I'm not touching any of that. Ian Claw. I don't know you're, if Wally you're ever threw. You're not touching Wally? I'm not touching Wally. <laughs> you seen that guy? I'm just wondering, Wally is an AD for Enum Claw. He's been an AD for like 150 years, uh, so he, I don't even he's know He's been if he in, the, in the Seattle Scottish Highland Games Association for a long I time. I don't know if he ever threw. <laughs> <laughs> he might have. He might have. He went to high school with the, the Duke of Selkirk, and actually, Wally was two grades in front of him. <laughs> so. Was he? They, they met yeah. at the dance. <laughs> Did they? <laughs> Keep eight inches between you and that young man. So we're saying maybe not nope. a good thrower. Not only not a good thrower, but boring in general. Really? Yeah, I mean, the guy didn't do much. I mean, really. The only reason he's even famous is because six of his siblings died. Whoop-de-doo. <laughs> Whoop-de-doo. <laughs> okay, well, there you go. So we got four. That turned negative. We got four votes. We'll make it five with the candy. Um, uh, against. Uh, Two against. I think he would have been a good uh, supporter. He was a strong guy who used and his money to give back to his community. To an the athletic day. supporter. Well, we yeah. all know that Also known as jockstrap and team swingers. Exactly. We if you can't be an athlete, you'd be an athletic supporter. Well, we all know, obviously, you're swinging from his sack. But the rest of us, what do you think, Ray? He already told us. He well, thought yeah, he was my, a good thrower. My original one was he thought, after seeing the photo, I'm not sure. Yes or no? <laughs> yes or no? I'll say no. Thank you. Tom? It's a big fat no. Okay, so we got four no's, one yes. Yes. I do think okay. he could be in a good promoter, though. 
promoter, yes. Good promoter. He had the money. From the guy that can't even make a decision what he wants his steak cooked as. Yes. I told you. Medium. Okay, that's not a decision. It's either rare or it's well. (laughs) What? Yeah, what are you, an aristocrat? Shut up. (laughs) I like a medium. (laughs) You are out of order. You're out of order. This whole studio's out of order. (laughs) All right, my brother, that is historical figure. Yeah, thank God that's over with. Wow, you didn't like that one? No, I've got to be honest with you. Well, I didn't like I'll that I'll tell one. you what, you can pick the next one. I picked the best ones. I picked Abraham Lincoln, and they're still talking about that <laughs> one. And so after that, you're not going to pick any more? All I the rest are just to. crap? Hey, I shouldn't have to. Yeah. I'm going to make you pick the next one. I'm going to make you stop picking your nose. <laughs> I'm not picking my nose. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> All right, we out. Out. Don't want to close my eyes. Don't want to fall asleep, cause I miss you, Jimmy, and I don't want to miss a thing, so call me back now. Even when I dream of you, Big Daddy, I still miss you, baby. Don't want to dream again. Nice. Hey, that's the show, baby. That is the show, by <laughs> golly. Are you excited for that? Or? I'm excited that it's over with. Really? Yeah. I enjoyed the show. We had great guests. Well, I enjoyed the show. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. But you're happy we're done? Yeah, because now that we're done, we can uh, eat. Yes. Very hungry. Yes. We have two people who love to eat. First of all, thanks for being on the show, Thunder Ray Shahavitz. Yeah. Thank you for Thank having you, me. It was an honor. And thanks for being on the show there, Dama Rhino Origato. Righto. Yes. Yeah, it was an honor having you. Very thanks. nice. It was a pleasure. And thanks for showing up at the end of the broadcast, Devilange. Devilange. <laughs> Devilange. All right. Um, thanks for listening. Wait a minute. We got my stepson over here, too, Ryan. Ryan. Yeah. What up? In the house. Hey, the, Ryan is um, a uh, intern in training. Say hi. Hey. There you go. Yeah. Very nice. Very good. Not coerced at all. Not coerced at all. <laughs> he just jumped right to the mic after being thrown to it. We want to thank our sponsor, yes. uh, Mattress Ranch. Yes. Uh, mattressranch.com. Yep. And we also want to thank our newest sponsor. Yes. Clevenger, Clevenger Sheaves. Yes. And thank Forks. you. Yep. Very nice. Um, thanks again for all the Facebook likes. We were up to 606. 606. I can't wait till we hit 666. I want... S- we'll have a d- demonic show. No, we're going to 1,000. I want 1,000. We're never going to make it. I want 1,000. The Fork Talk podcast comes out uh, twice a month. Questions or comments, you can email us at info at fork-talk.com. Or on Facebook, you can find us at Fork Talk with Big Daddy and Haas. Until next time. May the... Fork be with you. You are the sheaf to my fork, Big Daddy. <laughs> Slunch amor, great health. Captain Quint, take it away. Still miss you, baby. Don't want to miss you, girl. I don't know the words, but I'm going <laughs> to sing them anyway. Watermelon, yeah, watermelon. I know these words. And I don't want to miss a thing. Don't want to miss you, old man. Look at my life. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. Back to Neil Young. That is now, I'm now taking it down. We're out. Captain Captain Quint, please take it away. Hurry up. (laughs) Take it away.
Bunk beds? I don't share rooms. I don't share shit. The night is a very dark time for me. It's dark for everyone, moron. Not for Alaskans or dudes with night vision goggles. Right, this... Farewell, and adieu to you fair Spanish ladies. Farewell, and adieu to you ladies of Spain. For we've received orders for to sail back to Boston. And so never more shall we see you again. Thanks for listening to Fork Talk with your she-fork-wielding lovable host, Big Daddy and Hoss. Check out www.fork-talk.com for more episodes. We throw heavy stuff for fun, people. Caber up!